Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. It's a uh, a beautiful, beautiful Thursday, March twenty third. I don't think it's going to be so beautiful though today. Uh, the temperature's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Just going to be a little rainy. Yeah, almost almost seventy, I believe. Woo! Right, weatherman. Yeah, I just looked at the thermostat. It said seventy five. It's, it's going to be uh, yeah, pretty pretty rainy. But oh, um, uh, sixty three right now. Sixty three right that's now. Toasty. Yeah. Hey, that's not so bad. Flip flop weather right there. It's a very uh, it's a very pleasant day. You know, all these holidays. Every day has some sort of holiday mm-hmm. or something. I was I was trying to look up what March twenty third was as mm-hmm. far as national this, national that, and it is Cuddly Kitten Day. <gasps> oh, oh it's the best day. That's right, Cuddly Kitten Day. Also, National Chia Day. I, oh, su- I suppose okay. the seeds. So I got to get my weird out chia pet out. National Chip and Dip Day. My son is going to be in heaven. This is a day to celebrate. A uh, National Melba Toast Day. I don't. I don't what is Melba Toast? Uh, will you look that up? Yeah, that's um. It's not wheat. It's not white. It's Melba Toast. That's something that uh, Riz would know, and I'm not sure yeah, what Melba like, Toast is. Hey, is I'm it like correct. rye or? Oh, <laughs> yeah, rye. Melba Toast. You guys don't know what that is? It's a uh, a sliced rusk. Rusk. What? Often served with soup, salad, and topped with either melted cheese or pate, and it's named after uh, Dom Nella B- Melba. The stage name of Austria, which makes sense. Melba from Melbourne is a song by Marty Robbins, in case you guys yeah. are wondering. Now I know oh, why thanks, he man. said Melba from Melbourne. It's Australia. It really. kind of looks like a rectangular bagel chip. Mm-hmm. Like it looks hard and crunchy. Oh, it's the dry stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Well, speaking with food, uh, yeah, staying with food, National Tamale Day. Ooh. Oh, wow. So that's good. It is Near Miss Day. 
Hey, look up what, what the heck near miss day is supposed okay. to mean. It's also okay day. Yeah, it's an okay day. Yeah, it's an okay it's day. It's okay. It's Thursday. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Ravenclaw Pride Day. Oh, I'm a Gryffindor. Uh, which one is Ravenclaw? Uh, it's the blue one. The blue one. Mm-hmm. And what's their tone? What's their vibe? I think Ravenclaws are smart. All right. All right. Well, it's Smart Pride Day then. <laughs> uh, the start of Ramadan is today. It is World Meteorological Day. Huh. I believe I said that correctly. And even mo- most important, this is the one to celebrate, it's National Puppy Day. <gasps> National Puppy Day today, Puppy guys. and yeah. Cuddly Kitten Day? Congrats, Video Joey. Anybody planning on getting a, uh, a a puppy for National Puppy Day? Sure. Would you get another dog right now? No. I, if uh, <laughs> we added some acreage, mm. like as soon as I get some, um, you know, some land behind me and... Um, You'll All have that, more dogs. Gonna, oh my gosh, yeah! I'm gonna have like an army of Aussies. You get more. Wait, you get more pets. You're pretty settled now, right? <sighs> I feel like I just don't have the room for another animal. Like my cat rules the roost. I might start volunteering with Stray Rescue because they have a program where you can just like go and just take a dog out to have fun, and then you bring them back. Oh yeah, for yeah. like enrichment. So yeah. like I could take them to like Barquet. We could go to the park. So I might do that. That seems like a good yeah. thing to do. We've had some buddies do a lot of the foster program stuff. And even though it's yeah. really difficult uh, to, you know, fall in love with these animals and then find them another home, uh, that's been really rewarding for them because they're like, you know what, that it leaves us where we can move. You know, mm-hmm. we can we can still do our moving plans and all that. By the way, Liv joining us here on Thursday. Thank well, you for hey. And King Scott to my left. Hey, I also uh, you want to know what nearly miss day is. Yeah, near miss day. All right, near miss day. Sorry, uh, it happened in 1989. It's a reminder what happened in 1989 when a, a hemorrhoid, sorry, asteroid, oh, nearly collided with the Earth. So that's why we do that day. All right, ah, near miss. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Scott. Um, you guys are super fans of, of of things. I know you're a big Star Wars yeah. fan. Big Star Wars fan. Um, I was just reading this this morning, and this guy puts almost all super fans to shame. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta look this up, Scott. What, what, right. Look, look at this guy's trail. A Disney super fan named Nathan Firesheets. Firesheets. That's a great name, dude. You would think he'd be an enthusiast of something else. Yeah, you think? Yeah, as you say, there's no way he's watching Star Wars. Hey, Firesheets. Right. Yeah. Hey, what you been up to? Late nights, yeah, buddy boy. <laughs> Nathan Firesheets just went to all 12 Disney theme parks in the world, and he did it in 12 days. No. That's insanity. Isn't that crazy? 12 days. You know, I mean, listen, I should have led this off with, um, it's Thursday. My eye is still twitching a little bit. (laughs) And this is the this is this is burnout day for me. I'm just like four days of no sleep, and and Scott and I have done crazy crazy amounts of travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, e- even nowadays when I'm when I'm just jetting out for the weekend, I'll jet out as soon as the Friday show is over. I'll play a, a show on Friday on the West Coast, and then I'll play another show on Saturday. There's no sleep in between because we're flying. You know, West Coast a lot. You're not driving from city to city, so mm-hmm. you're flying. And then I'll come home and I, I land at midnight, and I'm back on the air at 6 a.m. I'm back in the office at three. Uh, but I don't think I could keep up with this guy. This guy, get this, this is one park per day, and he didn't just pop in and leave. We're not talking about, like, bought a ticket, got in, get the record. This dude went on every single operating ride. I don't believe that. 216 of them. How? There's an entire video put together. He had to get the passes. You think of the fast pass? Maybe, there's maybe, no way with those lines. Maybe he called ahead and said, right. "Maybe he called ahead and said, uh, I'm an influencer. If you could give me a free fast pass so I can right. uh, set the record.'" I wonder you if s- like the time change 
played a factor? Well, like, he, did he gain hours? Here's here's oh. here's the rundown. Okay, so a few of the parks in the same general area. Of course, that helps out. That makes it a little bit easier. He started at Disneyland Paris. This is March eighth. Okay. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> then he goes to Walt Disney Studios Park on the 9th, also in Paris. Hmm. Two days, one city. Okay, I can understand that. Still, riding every ride. Remember that. Keep that in mind. Riding every single ride. After that, he immediately flies to China and goes to Shanghai Disneyland on the 10th. Then Hong Kong Disneyland on the 11th. By the way, that's, that's a flight right yeah. there. He then heads to Japan next and goes to Tokyo Disneyland on the 12th and Tokyo Disney Sea on the 13th. Jeez. Again, all working rides. After that, he flies from Tokyo to California and goes to Disneyland on the 14th, and he hits a Disneyland Cali- uh, California Adventure on the 15th. So those are, you know, that's the same right park, there. But, but two different, yeah, two different sides. Then he heads to Walt Disney Florida, or Walt Disney World in Florida, and finished up with Epcot on the 16th. Disney's Magic Kingdom, then on the 19th this past Sunday, he documented the entire thing on the on his YouTube page. We'll put the video up on the blog. It's ridiculous. It has 1,000 followers on the YouTube page. So people were kind of following, you know, following yeah. along to see if he could do it, but now it's blowing up. He called it the Disney Global Ride Challenge, and he hasn't posted the full footage yet, uh, and he also hasn't revealed how much the trip cost, but I bet you it is ridiculous. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine. <sighs> you got to be right with the, with the fast pass thing. Two hundred. Yeah. What was it? Two hundred and sixteen. But I don't think they have fast passes for every ride. I thought it was just like the big ones. Well, I guess if you can get the big ones, because the lines yeah. on those sometimes you might be two hours deep. Yeah. Standing there picking Easily. your nose and. Yeah, me. Uh, t- two of the kids and. Uh, and I went to what was it Disneyland? Which which one is the one with the Indiana Jones uh, ride? And um, I know they they have that at um, Magic Hollywood Mountain. Studios, don't they? It was in Anaheim. It was right down uh, the road from. I'm not familiar with the California ones. Well, we 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 went right. I think left is California Adventure. Maybe right is Disneyland. So mm-hmm. we went we went to the one. And I feel like we were there for a full day. We did have a, a flight to catch, but I think we were only rode like six rides. Yeah. So 216 this guy did in that in 12 days. Wow. Can't even imagine like how that's even physically possible. And I mean, it, even with the flights and having to deal with airports and all that and to not like have any delays or issues, that's yeah. a roll of the dice. Oh, are you calling shenanigans? A little bit. It, uh, it just seems like it's no. a, a, for everything to fall into place. I don't know. Yeah, it has to has to be. He had to have really planned this out. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm gonna buy it because I trust people. In, in mm-hmm. general, I'm a I'm a trusting feller. But anyone with that solid name, I'm trusting. I understand your your reservations to to subscribe. I mean, good here. good good on fire sheets. Yeah. What? Oh, that was his name, right? Yeah. Nathan, Nathan yeah, Fire Sheets. He's not into like hot pepper chili contest or something. I wonder what his name would be then. <laughs> you know, the other thing I noticed when we were out there too, and and you see this every once in a while at Six Flags, and and and. And you guys know my feet thing, you know, not my feet thing. He's freak of the week. I'm not talking about that feet thing. Yeah, you got it. No, my feet are like crazy important to me. I don't like being barefoot. I feel like it's just a risk for a stub toe. And um, are you a pedicure guy? No, I've never done that. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, if you if you look at my feet, listen, I have beautiful feet. Okay, I'm. You can still benefit from a good old petty. You're right, but I I feel like I take (laughs) such good care of it that it almost it probably looks like I I have one. Uh, I've never done that, but I, I, I'm not opposed, but I'm just really, really protective about my feet. I, the mm. stub toe thing, like if, if you ever, you've stubbed oh, your toe, yeah. right? 
I don't think there's anything worse. It's the most misproportioned, misproportioned pain that could ever be on, on, on the body. Does, it makes no sense to me, and I just don't ever want to experience that again. So I always wear shoes in the house. I would never, you will never find me barefoot in the house unless I'm horizontal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like unless I'm on the bed or on the couch. I would never go barefoot out in public. Do you ever go barefoot out in public? In public? Even no. flip-flops. Flip-flops, all, yeah, all the time. All the time. All the time. Not to, not to, not barefoot, though. No. Well. That seems unwise. Yeah, I see it people, seems painful. I see people barefoot every once in a while, and I saw it once or twice over in uh, on the West Coast. Now, this is not water park style. This was mm. just kind of uh, around. To me, that's an easy way to get an infection or be dirty. Yeah. And businesses obviously have big hang-ups uh, about that, so they hang up signs. No shirt, no shoes, no service. Right. That's been happening for more than 60 years. But now some people think it should be scrapped. In a what? new poll, 13% of people said that stores and restaurants should allow people to go barefoot. Gross. Wow. That's super nasty, right? Let me, let yeah. me find... Yeah, I think it should, <laughs> should be allowed to go barefoot only in public bathrooms. But what? otherwise... What? What? We used to work with a guy who used to uh, work barefoot, and no. he would go into the bathroom, into the jock bathroom, <gasps> which was such a nasty bathroom, by the way. Like the the old Union Station studio that uh -huh. we had, like the bathrooms here, they're lovely. You know, even have the the ceiling to floor doors uh, on the they stalls. They fancy. Oh, it's beautiful. A door, uh, nice coat hanger on the backside of the door. Oh, it's great. Not so much at the Union Station studios. <laughs> and this guy went in there barefoot all the time. I can't imagine, even if it was like. The nicest, most clean office in the world? Never. Never. 13% of people said that that should be okay in stores and restaurants. Ew. And if you break it down, who do you think voted in that, in that style? You mean it, like the demographic of yeah, people? Yeah, right, right, right. Who, who would say that that's fine? Young Women? male oh. adults living in the West Coast. Yeah, because they want to see feet. It's not for their benefit. They want to see them dogs. <laughs> well, I, it, it does make sense if you start thinking about it. You know, Grandma Betty in Missouri isn't going to go to Wendy's barefoot. No. Because uh, we actually get weather, like today, rain. We get snow, you know, rain and snow half the year. It's it's not great weather half the year. And it's the Midwest. We wouldn't walk into things. We would sit in the drive. <laughs> well, a poll asked people to choose, uh, um, you know, if they would choose to go barefoot in public if there weren't social norms or rules around wearing socks and shoes. And in that case, 6% of people claimed that they always would go barefoot. Always. There's so many. Right. Like, what if you stepped on a needle? Like, I know that's an extreme case, but like... There's gross stuff on yeah. the ground. Have you guys ever heard of the documentary Prim uh, Primal Survivor? No. And it's a guy, he does all these huge treks through jungles and all these kind of places. And the one that I think is still on Netflix, he goes through Guyana, like the jungles there. And he's oh. from the U.S. here. But he is just a world traveler, works for Nat Geo and all that stuff. But he goes complete barefoot. Barefoot? Yeah, he does it on all his journeys. And Ew. he did get a foot infection. In that journey, and it is it. disgusting. Well, that happens on like Naked and Afraid. You ever watch that? No. Yeah, where they you, Only you're the naked, and then they yeah. like dump you out in the Sahara or something, and you have to live out there naked and afraid for thirty days. And a lot of times they'll like fashion themselves shoes because that sucks. Yeah, that's you know those, those reality shows. I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty confident in myself. I have a lot of faith in myself. My athletic abilities, fear factor. I'd win every single one if I didn't have to eat spiders. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the one thing that yeah. would get me. Yeah, dude, that's, I would win if they gave me like carrots and chicken and 
nice tea or something. That, it's it's the eating it's the eating things. It's the eating alive things. Okay, that's. Would you eat like a testicle? Oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah I would that. eat I've a testicle on, before like a bug. Show. You eat a testicle? Oh man, I've done that on the show. I've eaten uh, crickets. I've eaten. Um, I'll eat pretty much anything, you know, for the show. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was for, for you, for you, I'll do that. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading something. What'd you say at the very beginning? You'd eat. What's that? You would eat a... Oh, knock it off. Uh, well, I just need isolation here. But there was uh, <laughs> there was uh, some some friends of mine, they did the twins version of um, uh, Fear Factor. And on that, they had to cross a like nasty, muddy, bloody bog filled with cow, rotting cow parts. <gasps> Gross. They get to the other side and then they had to chew the meat, off, the rotting meat off of a uh, jawbone or something like that, right? That just doesn't sound safe. Oh, dude, it wasn't because they do a test. They have these these test folks do it and make sure that they're not going to get infected and all these different things. And, uh, oh, yeah, the twins and all the people that tested it, they ended up in the hospital. <gasps> in the hospital. It was gnarly. It was gnarly. They, I forget what infections they had, but that, that one particular thing uh, just wrecked them, dude. <laughs> Uh, and, Not uh, worth it. Yeah, damn near, damn near <laughs> killed him. Uh, and uh, it was, it was that plus the the spider one. They had spiders on a pool table. These weird looking spiders that look like crabs, kind of. They uh-huh. look very strange, and they had to eat those alive. Oh. And I was like, oh, this is why Fear Factor. I would never win Fear Factor. I would just walk away and go, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, I can't do this. Yeah, the thrills and the and the excitement. Like if you're running from like one car speeding down the road, you got to jump on the other one. Like sure, I'd try that. Because well, you're strapped yeah. in. And that's what would take me out on Naked and Afraid. I don't care about being naked. I don't care about any of that. But give me shoes. Mm-hmm. I need shoes. If I stub <laughs> my toe out here, I'm going to say things you can't say on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be a happy guy. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, uh, you know dead cows and things, I have some good news. These are the good news stories making the rounds. A cow escaped from a slaughterhouse in New York on Tuesday, and he won his freedom. See, I love that. Like, I like me some good meat, right? I am the meat expert. (laughs) But, like, when a cow escapes, I'm like, you go, girl. Yeah. You deserve that. She did it. Footage of it blew up online, and an animal sanctuary in New Jersey has stepped in. Now it will live the rest of its life on a farm. I'm pretty sure the Gentle Barn here in Missouri has a couple of rogue cows. Road cows? Rogue. Oh, uh, <laughs> they went rogue, and they're like, you can come hang here. Escapees? Yeah. Congratulations, you've escaped. <laughs> a 41-year-old mom in Ohio recently enrolled in college to keep a promise to her husband who died in Iraq 18 years ago. Uh, she told, uh, uh, he told her that she was the smartest person that he knew and made her promise that she'd go back to school someday. She enrolled at Bowling Green State in the fall of 2020, and get this, she finished a four-year degree in less than three years, and she's set to graduate next month. She even joined a sorority because it was something she always wanted to do. Tiffany Eckert and her daughter together all with zero debt thanks to Folds of Honor. How cool is that? Uh, Here is Tiffany talking about fulfilling her husband's wish. Uh, Let's see. Here we go. You have to get a degree. You have to get an education. It's very important to me, and I want you and our children to be educated. I found my strength in my children. I carried on, and I loved their father. I have continued for the last 17 years to love Andy every day of my life. How cool is that? Wow. That's incredible. How cool is this? A 66-year-old dad in England took a photo of his son every day for 30 years. And just posted the video montage. I love those. Yeah, we'll put this on the blog. This is wild. It starts when he's a baby, ended on his 30th birthday. 
Uh, we have the video. It looks like the son took over taking the picture taking for uh, at least some point for the last couple of years. And finally, like I mentioned earlier, happy National Puppy Day, everybody. Thank you. Firefighters in Georgia recently saved a small dog that climbed into an engine compartment of somebody's car. We got photos. We'll put those up on the blog. A dog that people thought was too ugly to get adopted from a shelter in Florida has found her forever home. Aww. I got a friend right now that's trying to rehouse her, uh, her her seven-year-old dog. Uh, I think they had a baby come into the house, and it's like, you know, the dog mm. needs to needs its own its own home. So I'm, I'm hoping that that's a, a good ending. I'm sure it'll be great. And one more. Yeah. Early in the pandemic, a woman in West Virginia got an eight-week-old poodle as a sort of a, a therapy dog to help her de-stress, just a personal therapy dog. Now he's becoming an actual, actual therapy dog and is visiting schools and hospitals everywhere. And he wears a monocle now and he has like a cool little <laughs> vest on. He's a very proper gentleman. Yeah, sit down here. Oh man, I don't know if I'm you guys I don't know if you guys saw this story, but it's been going around. Um this is some good good clean Canadian fun. The Canadian hey. the Canadian sense of humor it's a is boot time. Is I'm sorry. Wonderful. Well, sort of clean. The capital city of Saskatchewan, Canada is Regina. Mm -hmm. It looks like Regina, but it sounds like Regina. The tourism board is catching heat now oh. because they decided to lean into the obvious joke people are making. They launched a new ad campaign last week with a few slogans that aren't subtle at all. Oh, bring it on. <laughs> this is good. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> it's show us your Regina. <laughs> and, and Regina, the city that rhymes with fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, they also uh, they also changed the name of their group. It used to be Tourism Regina, and now it's Experience Regina. Wow! It's a nod to a dumb song about the name that went viral in 2008. Check this out. That is so great. Regina. That affiliation will always be an undertone that we face. I think we should be proud of our city's name, and I think we should be proud of the city that we live in. And, and for those that, uh, that want to have a moment of humor with it, that's not a bad thing. Uh, embrace it. We're not changing the name of the city of Regina anytime soon. Dude. I think that's great. That that it, I feel like that is that's what what that's what you got to do. It's just yeah. Canadians having fun, yeah. man. Yeah, making light, wrong with that. Making light of something fun. And have they have guys... those uh, the public uh, instead of bird scooters, they have the the cooter scooters. Oh my gosh! <laughs> have you guys been to Uranus? I haven't been to Uranus. Oh, the yet. chocolate oh, the fudge factory. Yeah, I think we have. Yeah, I think that uh, is that down forty four, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I tried, people, you have to go to Uranus and get some fudge. Yeah, I tried to go in there, but it was really really windy. <laughs> a lot of proud uh, Regina <laughs> residents didn't uh, find the rebrand funny, or at least don't want their city represented in that way. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. So it's totally been canceled. <gasps> no. -uh. Yep, they canceled the entire thing. The group CEO, Come on. Uh, Tim Reed, who was very, like, very proud of the campaign. Uh, at first, he's apologized on Sunday, told a reporter <gasps> uh, that uh, they were just trying to own the joke, but obviously they went too far. Nah. Now it sounds like his job is actually in jeopardy. Um, by the oh, way, oh, that's from, good. Congrats! They've been looking for a host, right? From just <laughs> from just a comedic standpoint, um, I hope other cities do this. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of cities that have some goofy names. Yeah. And some yeah, of them, there's some amazing some of, town names. Some of them seem to really embrace it, and some of them just don't. Man, it's kind of uh, kind of fun if you ask me. Um, I don't think any of their residents would find this very funny, though. 
If you have Amazon Prime, you know, you get deliveries in two days. And even if your house is an active crime scene at the time, there is a video. No. Of an Amazon delivery driver showing up at a residence where there's a police standoff like happening in real time. He casually walks past dozens of police cars and groups of police officers before eventually stopping at a SWAT team member. The guy gestures to the house as if to, as if to, as if to say, hey, hey, I got to deliver this. I got, I got a job to do. I'm on a, I'm on a timer here. He then... Isn't allowed through. Obviously, they stopped him right there. So he just hands the package to the SWAT member. <laughs> and then he takes a photo to prove that the package made it. So can oh you imagine this gosh. photo? I like this guy. There's a, there's a SWAT team member holding a rifle and and holding an Amazon package for, for their, uh, <laughs> their, their system, you know, because they got to yeah. take a picture and I guess they send it in to yeah, Amazon yeah, yeah. to say that, hey, you know, I, I did my job here. Uh, the video is filmed by a neighbor who got a kick out of the whole thing. According to reports, this happened last month in Cary, North Carolina. The standoff was with an armed suspect in the house. It lasted nearly 24 hours. It's unclear what was in the package <laughs> or if it was ordered by the armed suspect inside. Since the chaos lasted a full 24 hours, it could have been ordered during the standoff. But that's unlikely. Oh here is uh, Here's one of the neighbors. Amazon hard at work in the midst of a standoff. He's gonna deliver his package. Oh my god! Give us the package, bro. <laughs> Give us the package. Here's some awesome news, and actually uh, a, a pretty, pretty lovely thing about our technology these days. This is one of those stories that um, you feel like uh, social media is good. This is this mm-hmm. this goes in the net good category for social media. Coral Amai took her digital camera everywhere was de- devastated when she lost it 13 years ago. So this isn't like one of them super fresh, high, you know, whatever This is like it is. the fun point-and-shoot era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's def- got four megapixels. Definitely, yeah, definitely from a different era, probably one of the big giant SD cards. Oh, yeah, double-A batteries that you had to replace every Ooh, 60 yeah. pictures you took. <laughs> After an angler spotted the camera, a 35-year-old woman from Cochise, Arizona, will soon be reunited with her prize possession. Get this. The photos were retrievable. Ooh. Dang. So, in 2007, Amaya bought the Olympus Stylus 790SW. Can you bring that up right, on, the, on the screen? Rich. Olympus Stylus 790SW. She traveled the world, taking pictures in 12 different countries when she studied abroad in Europe. In July 2010, she lost it while tubing down the Animus oh. River. Amaya said she uh, fell off the tube. When, uh, when she recovered, her camera was gone. Not only was her camera gone, but photos of her dog's puppies totally lost. Aww. Thank- On puppy day? Thankfully, other photos were already uploaded, including uh, those from her graduation and a friend's wedding. All sorts of stuff. Amaya thought all was lost until last week when she started getting Facebook notifications about a lost camera. Okay, there's the Olympus stylus. Okay, this is huge. 7.1. 7.1 mega mega pickles. M- Megapixels, um, but it's exactly what you remember though. That whole yeah, era. they slide oh, yeah. open. Oh yeah, yeah it, it does have the, See slide the screen. On. Fancy. Thirteen years had passed. Amai said Spencer Griner was fishing in the river when he spotted the camera. He posted photos of the camera and its images in a Facebook group in hopes of finding the owner. He said, 
quote, did you get married on June 12th, 2010 in the Durango area? Did you have an ugly brown stretch station wagon at your bachelorette party? <laughs> Do you recognize any of these people? And then one of the Facebook group's members tagged my... How on earth? Yep. Quote, my friend who was tubing with me when I lost the camera saw me in the bottom picture and remembered the day I lost my camera. So he tagged me. And I That's got incredible. It. I got it back. Wild is that the water didn't eat all the metal and... No, everything's fine. Huh. That's a great camera. I guess we all need to go back and yeah. find some of those. If it were an iPhone, it should be done for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not sure it really matters about the camera unless it was, It was. Um, I think it was on the card. It really says something about the card. Mm. That right? it didn't, yeah, I guess maybe, that's weird because there's I'm copper. Not, I don't know. I wonder what's in that uh, thing to keep it from getting too I don't know. I, I have a fun list here. Um, this is the, uh, oh, and we're not going to. We're not, I'm not going to be friends. I'm not going to be friends with some people that are okay with this. Get this: somebody pulled a thousand Americans to find out what their favorite and least favorite sounds are. I'm a big sound guy. Obviously, we're all in the music. Sounds are our life, right? Five mm-hmm. percent, or one in twenty people. So think of twenty people. One of these people in this room that you're imagining with twenty people said nails on a chalkboard doesn't bother them at all. And I have audio for this, but listening this morning. I don't know. It made my back hurt. Like, I got I, it. Just the, the whole thing. I don't. I don't want to hear it again. So I, I don't want what it sounds like. I don't want to make no. you guys hear it, it either. It, like it almost makes my own fingernails feel funny when I hear that. I don't know what it is. There Ma- must be a name for that. Neck, your, yeah, because I'm more, like I'm already of... like closing in on myself. Makes like, your fingers hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember when a teacher did that the first time I'd ever experienced that. I'll never forget. Teacher did it to kind of stop us, and everybody was like, "Oh, is it, you know, kids hearing it for the first time is just bad." But can a recording actually capture that same feeling or thing? Uh, yeah. Are you trying to get me to play this? <laughs> I mean, come I'm on. I'm not going to play it. Everybody will hate me. We're doing so Everybody's well. Everybody's driving. They want to hear We're, this. No, stop it. We're doing so well. <laughs> so there right. are universally hated sounds, mm-hmm. of course. That is uh, easily number one. 79% find it somewhat or extremely irritating. Um, 12% only say that it's a little irritating and 5% said doesn't bother them at all. They don't mind it. Uh, give me some, give me some other ones. Uh, most universally hated sounds. Toots. <laughs> Uh, toots, number seven. Ooh. Number oh. seven. Oddly not on the hated smell list, though. 64% say that that is uh, a, universally, a universally hated sound. Uh, oh, that's a shame. That's a good noise. What else? What else? Styrofoam? Some people complain about oh, the styrofoam the sound. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's not on the list. Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. That, yeah. one, that, one, that one doesn't bother me in the same way, but I, I'd imagine that's sort of categorized with the uh, chalkboard. Yeah, I guess the fork on a plate would be at the chalkboard. Oh, or fork on your teeth? Uh, no, there is a teeth one related, uh, that, that, or a teeth related one. Number nine is teeth grinding, mm. 55%. Ugh. Um, but do you really hear people t- grinding their teeth unless you're no. in bed with I guess in your head. It? You know, you can hear it yourself. I don't, so can you hear yourself do it? Yeah, you got, if you ever have like, you know, you crash your bike or something and you grind your teeth, you can hear it and it just <laughs> rattles your thoughts. You guys are missing the obvious ones. Um, snoring. Snoring, number five, 67%. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, come on, guys. Loud, like a child crying. Uh, no, but that that's something familiar uh, or something related to that is on the uh, most relaxing Ooh, sounds. I know. No, you guys, guys I got it. I got it. You're out on a date. What's an instant... Instant deal breaker. Like a burp. On a date? Okay, well, burping is number eight. That's 58%. It's chewing with your mouth open. Oh. oh. Number two, chewing with your mouth open, 76%. Yeah. I think I know number one then. Any yep. politician talking. 
you're amen. You're not listening. Number one is nails on a chalkboard. We are, we already talked about that. Yeah, but I think that one's better. <laughs> Number three also can happen on a date. It's loud talking. Seventy-four percent. I get excited and I talk loud sometimes. <laughs> Number four is when somebody smacks their gum. Sixty-eight percent. Oh, that's, that's fun. I love doing that. Well, you want your gum to behave? You gotta smack it. Number ten is when somebody clicks their tongue really loud. The, I guess that fifty-four percent. I hate horses too. Uh, so the sound we found most relaxing. Eighty percent agree that what is the most relaxing Water sound? trickling down yeah. something. Well, kind of. Rain. Yeah. Rain. So today will be a very relaxing day. Yeah. 80% of people agree that a rainstorm is somewhat or very relaxing to them. Uh, give, me some, give me some other ones. I have the top 10. You said a baby crying was on the other list. Mm-hmm. A baby laughing is number yes. three. Yes. That's uh, number three. Yeah. The- Water droplets, just the droplet sound, the boop. Yeah, that's, like that's the toilet or something. That's number four at 50%. I'm trying to think of like ASMR is so popular. I'm trying to think like what they use. Yeah, the air noise, just air, like the sound of air blowing. Oh, like or a fan? Or an air conditioning unit, like a window unit. No. Okay. No, none of that. Uh, number two is singing, assuming they're de- good singing. <laughs> Depending on the singing. Oh, no, if you have a voice, you can sing. That's uh, 57%. Number five is a ticking clock. They like that. That's, that's, I feel like I'm indifferent to the ticking clock. Yeah, well, I, I don't just, hate it. I always <laughs> notice. <laughs> is, that, is that a ticking clock? Mine didn't have that cool music with it. It was just more of a click, click. That's, that's that relaxing. one's a little intense. <laughs> yeah, that one's Like, serious. that's time's running out, and you better move your ass before it explodes. <laughs> but I was at one of my aunt's houses, whenever you'd sleep at nighttime, she had a, and we were always in a living room. There's one of those round wall clocks, you know, and the whole night you just hear it. Mm. It would do the clicking thing, so you just hear that. Number eight is laughter in general. That's thirty percent. Number nine uh, is is I like this one, but I never th- I would never think of it. Pages turning in a book. Oh, okay, that's, that's lovely. Twenty nine percent. Number ten. I agree with this too. Uh, I wish I had a sound effect. It's the sound of pencil on paper. Ooh, that's twenty eight percent. What about a loud muffler? Oh, boys, I was just gonna say. <laughs> Number six, a car engine humming. Hey, hey, easy, easy. Yep. The number six is a car engine humming. Thirty-three percent of people love that sound. I love that sound as well. Um, and I was I was driving those uh, at, at David Taylor Ellisville. They they let me borrow one of those uh, four by E's, the electric uh, hybrid mm-hmm. Jeeps. And man, first of all, incredible vehicles. So sick. Don't they don't lose any power into that kind of stuff? But man, it was weird driving a silent car. Mm, I it, bet it was weird. It's almost unsettling. I would think it was unsettling at first because I, I thought I, I'm gonna hit a squirrel. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna hit something that doesn't know I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I felt like I was sneaking down the road at 30 miles an hour. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, it only took me a few days to get used to it, and I actually really liked it after that. But at first, does at the first, car have a soul? Because some of those, like my wife said, they're very slick, but there's no soul in them. Not in this Wrangler. The Wrangler is so sick, dude. It's really, same, it actually feels it's like the same a, Wrangler. It's got a little bit more weight in it because of the battery, so it actually drives better. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm 
you know, I'm not trying to sell a, not trying to sell a Wrangler right now, but but dude, I loved it. I I really did love it. How about some random facts for this beautiful, almost beautiful Thursday? I guess. Dog the bounty hunter met his wife Beth Chapman in 1986 when he posted her bond after she shoplifted a lemon. <laughs> Dang, was it on what? this day? Uh, no, it was not. Oh, I was just saying. These are just puppy facts. day or whatever. These are just <laughs> dog the bounty hunter. Oh, not bad. Not so bad. you're telling me I get a man by stealing a lemon? You could. You could get a dog, the bounty hunter. Woof. Uh, Q-tips. Anybody know what they were originally called? Uh, this is a great trivia question. If you're putting to, to, together a trivia night, write this one down. Um, Ear damaging device. Q-tips were originally called baby gaze. Baby, baby gaze. gaze. Baby I gaze. wonder what that means. I don't know. Uh, when The Shining first came out in 1980, it got mixed reviews. Uh, no Oscar nominations, but two nominations at the first Razzie Awards. No way. Yes way. How wild. Champagne corks kill about 24 people a year. Yeah, more than sharks. <laughs> I read that the other day. That's on here. Me- meaning they cause more death than sharks. I think it's uh, only like 9.5 people die on average of a shark every year. This is why you should only go to like one New Year's Eve party just to be safe. Because mm. you go to too many, your odds are starting to increase. True that. Um you know, it's wild, too. Is, uh, I, I told the story the other day. I, I accidentally hit my wife in the ear, like, right by the temple with a, a champagne cork. And I still, it's just, it's one of those, like, oh, I've never felt, well, I felt worse. But that was close to as bad as I've ever felt. In How far life. away were you from her? Oh, three feet, two and a half feet. I mean, Ow. dude, could have could have knocked her out, man. I felt, I felt terrible. Aww. And get this, there is a word for putting makeup on your face. Do you know what putting makeup on your face is called? No, nope, uh, but canvas. I do it every day. <laughs> Painting canvas. It's uh, it's close to. It's not farting. Fart? It's farting. Farting. F A R D I N G. Probably a reason that we don't know that. Far- wow. Who came up with farting? Farting. My wife's upstairs farting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was farting for about ten minutes before coming here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time to be farting. That's you really know, cool. sometimes it takes a little more effort. <laughs> Who knew that farting can make you pop, you know? That's just exciting. Uh, I got a few more. I got a few more if you want them. Yes. Uh, about 95% of Egypt's population lives on about 4% of the land. Wow. It's a green belt roughly half the size of Ireland that follows the Nile as it snakes through the desert, then ran, uh, then fans out into the Nile Delta. 95% of the population lives on 4% of the land. And the other 5% live in the air. Uh, speaking of Razzies, Wall Street is the only movie that's won an Oscar and a Razzie. Michael Douglas won the Best a- uh, Best Actor Oscar, and Daryl Hannah won the Worst Supporting Actress Razzie. Hey. All first names involved there, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first product to use a UPC symbol with a barcode was what? The first product to use UPC? This is so, another another great say like trivia. A lotion question. bottle or something. It was a pack of juicy fruit gum. <gasps> Happened in 19, 1974, and that pack is now in the Smithsonian. That's cool. That's the kind of stuff you'll see. That's exciting. That's worth a trip out there. Rodney King, David Lee Roth, and Jackie Robinson all went to the same high school. John Muir High School in Pasadena, California, obviously at different times. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, you were telling me the other day, Moon, that you and Randy Orton, no, it was Donnie and Randy Orton went to the same high school. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. Who did I go to high school with? I went to high school with 
Johnny Venus from from Great Fire. <laughs> All right, yes. I went to uh, high school with Eric Egan, who owns a funeral home now. So nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. You get a discount, maybe. Yeah, French maybe. French maybe. <laughs> one buy one cremation, yeah. get one free. The uh, biggest temperature change over a 24-hour period in history on Earth happened on January 15th, 1972, in Loma, Montana. Get this. The temperature jumped from negative 54 degrees, <gasps> negative 54 degrees to 49 degrees. Yikes. Oh. What would that do to your bones, man? That is a 103 degree swing. Dang. Insane. And Insane. W- what area was that in? That was in uh, Montana. Golly. That's, yeah, that's pretty crazy. incredible. Uh, it is spring, which means it's time to finally get the garage cleaned out. That's one of my uh, uh, chores that I have to do. We're finishing a bathroom right now. We're doing a, we're doing a lot of like spring cleaning and uh, just getting stuff out there, g- giving a lot of things to uh, to Goodwill and Salvation Army. This is like a perfect time for that. Well, usually, you know, I get the kids involved. The, the kids are supposed to be a, a part of things. They're getting an allowance, so yeah. you know, chores are Help a part out. of it. Well, you should force your kids to help, right? That's what most people would say. Even if you have to teach them how to use a broom, a survey asked parents with teenagers now, we're talking about teenagers, how their kids were with chores. And a whopping 90% said their children are lacking in at least some domestic skills. Now, go back. Did you guys, were you involved in chores when you were a kid? Did you have to do a particular job? Mostly just cleaning my room. Was Cleaning my responsibility. Room. Did that involve making the bed? When I lived with my grandparents, my grandmother made me make the bed. 29% of kids can't make their bed. You just yeah. bring up the sheets, man. See, I, I was fortunate because we grew up with, uh, we had one maid and one <laughs> butler. You did not. Yeah. I mean, it was my sister and I. We had to do oh. all the stuff. We had to, like, mow the yard. We had to clean the house. But we had a maid and a butler in the house. That was kind of nice. We uh, rich like that. We, yeah, I never had to I never had to make my bed. There was nothing nothing to make. I didn't even have a sheet. It was just like a blanket. Yeah. Thing. I just had a blanket, a pillow, and the cat took the pillow. Um, so, yeah, I, I never really did any of that. I, I had to, we had to vacuum the steps, vacuum uh, our stairs. We had a split level, you know, it was yep. one and a half story is what it's called. So we had to vacuum the steps. Uh, we never had to do dishes or any of that stuff. I was pre- pretty spoiled, to be honest. Mm. Uh, That's awesome. As, as far as yeah, now, we had to do everything. <laughs> well, we had, we did have to do trash, and uh, at, at one point, I think we were doing the, the lawn, so we were you know maintaining okay. the grass and and all that kind of stuff. But but not too much. My kids definitely do more, but they're also getting a ridiculous amount of allowance compared to what I got yeah. back in the day. Yeah, my dad, he's like, uh, he's uh, you know, he probably like around five started having me test to see if I could push the mower yet, and then. As soon as I was old enough just to push things, like, all right, now it's your job. Here you go. <laughs> you go take it. Well, 41%, 41% say they would struggle to iron a shirt. I didn't know how to iron a shirt until I was like 27 or something. Uh, that's, see, but that's like one of the things you can easily teach yourself. Like, you've seen people iron. It's not difficult. It's not difficult, but yeah, I mean, you'll figure it out eventually how to yeah. do it correctly. But then with the modern stuff of steaming, <laughs> it makes life real easy. I think kids can learn very quickly yes. if you uh, steam your uh, shirts. They say 31% couldn't fold sheets or clothes properly. Okay, I still can't fold a fitted sheet. Yeah, that's uh, not an easy task. No. There's a there's like a TikToker or a uh, Instagram or something. Oh, that's I know. On. I've tried. <laughs> <Okay. You laughs> this got, isn't for lack of trying. It's tried? just, I give up. Weigh in on our Twitter, by the way, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Let us know what your kids are, uh, are probably not able to do as far as basic chores. 18% of teens leave their dirty dishes in the bedroom. That is... Oh, that I did is, that. 
that is constantly in our house. I'm constantly picking up glasses and cups and everything, bowls, spoons. They're not even supposed to have food in their in their room. Yeah. But they so don't care that they even leave the evidence behind. We had uh, our cat was very happy because we had a, a mouse problem one winter and we couldn't figure out why we just had so many mice coming in the house and all this stuff. And then one day, uh, my mom decided, I guess, to look under my bed for something. And she found two bags of Halloween candy that I'd left there, and I hadn't eaten any of it. Yeah, man. Oh, no. Because I complained of, like, hearing smacking at nighttime, like, <gasps> sound like chewing. And it was the mice was having a heyday, and they, they enjoyed the warm house with candy. 26% never cleaned the bathroom. 38% couldn't clean a toilet, wouldn't know where to start. 19% never take out the trash. And 23% of parents don't think their teens could even vacuum a room. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, so uh, weigh, weigh in. Go ahead and tweet us at R-I-Z-Z Show. I want to know. Uh, by the way, what's the number one lie that your kids tell you? That's what I want to know. Tell me what you think the number one lie is that your kids are telling you. Put, let's put up a poll. Scott, okay. craft a poll on, on the Riz Show Twitter, and I want parents to weigh in on what the number one lie is that they think that their kids tell them. Or... Or and, we'll, we'll do two polls. What's the number one lie that you told your parents? Because. As in the most frequent lie? I would say so, yeah. The most the most typical so, lie. And we're talking, I mean, we're not talking big things, in, it, unless you want to confess that. And this, this is your opportunity. <laughs> so is this, a, what's the uh, the choices here for the kids lie? Um, you know what? I just, just throw the question out there. We don't need a poll up there. Okay, okay. But it's, it's probably going to be washing their hands. In a survey, 59% of adults say that when they were kids, they just pretended to wash their hands in the bathroom. Man. They'd run the water for a little bit, turn it off, yeah. walk out. I remember doing that sometimes. Classic. That's a classic, yeah. classic kid, kid behavior. Move. Classic kid move, classic kid lie. Uh, that takes about the same time, by the way, and effort as actually washing their hands, but for some reason, we just didn't do it. I don't know. I don't know it's what. the same time, everything. I don't know what the mentality is behind that, but that's what we were doing. By the way, dads are more gullible. 60% of fathers say that they think their kids do wash their hands. My hand is raised. I, I hear the water. I ask them if they wash their hands. And when they were young, I used to be like, let me smell your hands. Yeah. Or brushing your teeth. Brushing your teeth. Smell your breath. That's, that's probably a huge one as well. Only 51% of mothers agree. Uh, to that, that uh, that their that their kids are being honest with them, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty gullible. I'm sure my kids get me with that all the time. Uh, the teeth thing, I used to do that as well. It was the let me let me smell your breath just to, just to make sure. But mm -hmm. I think they're I think they're pretty good about it. The way the bathroom looks, as far as toothpaste all over the place and different things in the sink, I'm assuming somebody's doing something in there. Yeah, your boy Lloyd, though, I think he's the one that you need to keep an eye out. He only has one tooth left. <laughs> um, so what's the number one lie you told your parents? Is that yes, uh, number one lie you told your parents, and then do another one okay. and say, what is the, the number one lie you think your kids are telling you? Uh, by the way, it is March Music Mayhem. It is back. This year we are out to determine the greatest Point Fest of all time, celebrating 30 years of the Point and our signature show, Point Fest, which lineup will triumph as the best Point Fest in history? We started off yesterday at the 9 o'clock hour with Point Fest 1 versus Point Fest 19. Uh, I got a feeling I know how that one ended up because, uh, you know, that per first Point Fest was just getting off the ground. 1993, mm -hmm. the Point was brand new. The matchups continue on air all week, courtesy of Amco Ranger and Swiss Air Heating and Cooling. You can check out the updated bracket now at 1057thepoint.com. By the way, just a quick note on the listener voting. If you are using the app, just go to the Point app. You can sign in, go to Listener Rewards, and scroll down to the vote here. 
that's on the March Music Mayhem tile right there. And then once you click that tile, you get into the current matchup and you can click on which point fest you think should advance. And then just, you know, click vote at the bottom of the page. Today's matchup at 9 o'clock, it is Point Fest 10 from 1998 versus Point Fest 25 from 2009. Oh, I bet those are good. Oh, Point Fest 10, 1998 featured The Urge, Candlebox, Seven Mary Three, Fuel, Real Big Fish, Local H, K's Choice, They Might Be Giants, Fragile Porcelain Mice, Smash Mouth, Stabbing Westward, Feeder, uh, Stella Soleil and uh, or Soleil and Monster Magnet. <gasps> Golly, Monster. that is huge. So we're gonna play a song, by the way, from one of these bands uh, for each Point Fest. So if you if you hear a band there and you know that this, there's a song that you just love that you want to hear from one of those bands, request that as well on our Twitter at R I Z Z Show. Their competitor is Point Fest 29. I'm sorry, 25, which happened in 2009. On the main stage, Stained, Shine Down, Chevelle. Atreyu, Our Lady Peace. Gosh. On the uh, one of the side stages, Hollywood Undead, oh. Trapped, Living Things, uh, Billy Boy on Poison, Brooke Royal, uh, Killer Me, Killer You, and more. And then the other side stage had Street Sweeper Social Club, All That Remains, Evans Blue, Hailstorm, Copperview, and uh, on another one, we had Shaman's, Harvard, uh, Shaman's Harvest, Luca Brasi, Redline Chemistry, and Chicago's Janice, or Jay Anus. See, I love that <laughs> Hailstorm was on a smaller stage, and then they headlined last year. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's, it's That's incredible wild. to look at the history and be like, you could see they got on bigger stages as the years went on. That's wild. really cool. Pretty cool. So that's Point Fest 10 from 98 uh, against Point Fest 25 from 2009. We will play those songs and get into that voting when it opens up at 9 a.m., um, but it is the Riz Show presented by the Fastlane. You can always get a hold of us, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. That's our email. Hit us up on that instant feedback button on the uh, the Points mobile app. And, of course, we are live on the Michelob Ultra Studio Cams on YouTube. You can tune in and watch us. It is the Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Hot Shots, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz today. Bill Slater. Bill. Bill Slater of Moscow Mills, Missouri. Bill has been a listener of this here morning show for over a decade and says, I can't imagine my day without it. Bill loves Freak of the Week, Matchup with Moon, and especially Headline Goo. Let's do Matchup with Moon today. I think I think I'm going to win. I think I'm going to win. <laughs> All right. I think, it, I think it'll be great. This is a perfect day to do it. Tough question. Bill plans his mornings at work around uh, 9.30-ish, so he never misses the knee slappers that King Scott so eloquently delivers. I love that. Bill's wife is already a Team Riz member, so he says, I just want to be in the Cool Kids group. Aww. Now cool you are guy. welcome to the team, Bill Slater. You can sign up as well at 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hello, podcast weirdos. Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whether you drive a car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you could count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need. Just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest prices in town, guaranteed. And you can count on the Dobbs service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. With 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. So be sure to check 
Check out Dobbs' money-saving March deals on tires and auto service and repairs at GoToDobbs.com. Then, drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for expert service and fantastic savings using Dobbs' March deals today. GoToDobbs.com. It's time to be you again. It's time to go to Victor Men's Health. Now, why are you still going around struggling to have energy and just to feel like you, to be you again? Well, there's no need to put that off anymore. It's time, like I said, to go to Victorman's Health. They have three locations throughout the area, open five days a week. So you can actually get in there. You can actually sit down and schedule an appointment and uh, visit with a doctor or a nurse practitioner and get incredible help. And plus, what I love about Victorman's Health is they actually will come up with a custom plan for you because no two people are the same. So that makes them very unique from other men's clinic. Do you actually get to sit down and talk with your doctor? Think about that. You can at Victor Men's Health. And that's what I did. And they went over my vitamin levels. They went over everything. They found out I was vitamin D deficient, vitamin B deficient, all kinds of stuff going on inside me, plus preventative things from the future, like maybe diabetes, all that. If I change certain things now, and they went up with a custom plan, and now my levels are incredible, all thanks to Victor Men's Health. And they have all kinds of stuff going on over there. I encourage you to also look at their social media and uh, check out what they've got going on on Twitter and uh, their podcast. Women Want Strong Men. They have incredible information on there. Go to Victor Men's Health. Be you again. VictorMensHealth.com. That's Victor Men's Health. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair, and the Colchesterville Fence Deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterville Fence Deck, been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty, and if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? .com. Yo, what's up? This is Sinbad, y'all, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. So uh, just before the break, we asked uh, on Twitter and, and obviously on the air... What was the biggest lie that you told your parents, or what is the biggest lie you think your kids are telling you? A lot of people checking in on uh, on Twitter and on the instant feedback from the Points Mobile app. And, uh, you know, Austin says, I would tell my parents my grades in school were about a half a grade or more better than what they were so they wouldn't get mad. Did this all the way through college three years ago. <laughs> hey, it's really easy to change a minus into a plus. That is the move. <laughs> That's incredible. That's the move. You can't do that now, though. I get my kids' grades before they do. Ooh. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess technology-wise, I mean, back in the day, it was just a piece of paper. Oh, no, the, the, the tech has helped us. In fact, if, if any of the kids are struggling in anything, most of these teachers will email us Ooh. and say, Good. hey, so-and-so's... Uh, 
doing better or uh, ooh, struggling a little bit with this, which is which is great for you know for any of the parents that want to want to try to help out at home. Uh, those are some big ones. Any other ones that you're seeing on on Twitter? There, I, I have one here from Ed that says, "Just overall hygiene. Did you scrub? You sure? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that was one. Did you did you take a shower? Sure. Did you wash your hair? Sure. Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that. Any other ones coming across? Let's I like see here. I like the one under the what's the number one lie your kids your kid tells you. Uh, Mike said it wasn't me, and he said which is especially funny considering he's an only child. Dad, yeah. it wasn't me. Who was it then, Timmy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Th- this one says, uh, tell your kids that they were adopted. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Only I can do the adoption jokes here. <laughs> That's not for you. Uh, oh, then Laura, <laughs> Laura says, I like how Moon says his biggest lie was uh, washing his hands, but he had a kid before graduating. Oh. Burn. Oh, you know what? Point. <laughs> well just done. holding hands. Nice. Well done on that. Holding something. <laughs> Yeah, you got me. You got me there. <laughs> Back in the day on March 23rd, it is March 23rd today, and 111 years ago in 1912, the Dixie Cup was invented. Ooh. They were created by a guy who was wisely worried about diseases being spread by people sharing a dipper uh, to drink at railway stations and other public buildings. So wow. That's that's nice. 40 years ago in 1983, ZZ Top released their Eliminator album. 38 years ago, 1985, Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley were married in New York. They divorced in 1994. 33 years ago in 1990, Pretty Woman hit theater starring Julia Roberts as a hooker with a heart of gold and Richard Gere as a rich guy who rents her love. Aww. I still haven't seen that. Taylor's oldest time. I still haven't seen it all, all the way. It's lovely. 31 years ago in 1992, Billy Ray Cyrus released his signature song, Anybody? Anybody? Yankee Breaky Heart. That's right. Finest song of all time. After you let the dogs out. <laughs> 29 years ago in 1994, the great one, Wayne Gretzky, broke Gordy Howe's NHL career record with his 802nd goal. 802 on this day in 1994. Can we almost say St. Louis's own now? Sure. Yeah. Al- almost St. Louis's own, Wayne Gretzky, yeah. the great one. 25 years ago in 1998, Titanic won 11 Oscars at the 70th Academy Awards. Yep. Tying the record uh, set by Ben Hur back in 1959, Titanic won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Song, Best Actress for Kate Winslet. Uh, now there are three ben. movies with 11 Oscar wins. The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King made it a three-way tie in 2003. What do you got? I was going to say it uh, won all those cool things. It was Best Picture, Best That, but also won, uh, or didn't win, but it got uh, Worst Boat. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the rain delay. 20 years uh, ago in 2003, despite being a fugitive, Roman Polanski won the Best Director Oscar for The Pianist. Adrian Brody Martin? also... For the what? Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> Watch your language, man. Is that a town in Canada? Adrian Brody also won Best Actor for The Pianist. Gosh, I, side note here, we watched that when I was in junior high, like in class, and it was kind of traumatizing. I've never seen it. What's traumatizing about it? I just, this one scene is burned into my memory where he's like in a wheelchair and like somebody dumps him out a window or something. I don't know, but it it's very painful to watch. It's like 12, 13 years old. I'm like, oh my God. In 2003. Wait, wait, wait. Is this one where the dog dies? Because I know you have an issue with that. And there, I don't remember a dog, but no, I will not watch a movie if I know the dog's going to die. And that's why I haven't seen John Wick. And everyone's like, you haven't seen John Wick? Like, no, because I know that's the whole premise is somebody kills his dog. Well, so uh, yesterday, off air, you mentioned that there's actually something that you check 
before you go see movies to make sure that there hasn't been a dog. Yeah, that was there's a in website. It? I think or not, not a dog that was killed, but a dog that dies. Doesthedogdie.com, I believe. Yeah, doesthedogdie.com. Get out of here. So yeah, com. give me give me a, a movie, and I'm gonna I'll. Um, Titanic. <laughs> yeah, Titanic. Yeah. Let's see. Does dogs the do- dogs are seen on the ship, and it could be inferred that way. Many of them drown in the sinking, but we never <sighs> actually see anything to that effect. It's even got the wow. details. So you, can, you can decide, like, okay. if you can handle it. Put in Marley and Me. Oh God! See, I haven't watched that because I know that's a comedy, right? Man, that will. That is such a good movie. It's such a good movie. As soon, oh God, as soon as Marley has trouble. Oh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> Go on. As soon as Marley has trouble on the steps, turn the movie off and set fire to it in a dumpster. Happy ending. <laughs> so they even tell you where to turn it off. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, like, it's like a, is, like a uh, Reddit Anchor- thread almost. What's it people- say on Anchorman? This is one of the that, greatest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't speak ever. Spanish. Anchorman. What, uh, so, what's the website again, Liv? Uh, DoesTheDogDie.com. I wish it was doggone.com. <laughs> this is this is a great this is a great public service, in in all honesty. Uh, yeah. for, for people that really have like an issue with that, this yeah. is this is a nice public public Man. service. Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Somebody just simply says Baxter survives. Somebody else uh, under the question, are animals abused? Someone says it's very obvious that the dog is fake when it is kicked, which is part of the humor <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> Gosh. That's so good. Wasn't it Jack Black? That yeah, was the he guy that punched the, the dog cycle. right off the bridge. Him. Oh my goodness. Does the so dog good. die? I'm in a glass com. case of emotion. Also in 2003, Eminem won the best original song Oscar for Lose Yourself from Eight Mile. So good. Chicago won Best Picture and Bowling for Columbine took Best Documentary. And on this day, 12 years ago in 2011, Elizabeth Taylor sadly passed away at the age of 79. And now, Crap on Celebrities. All right, your Crap on Celebrities brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. In a new profile for Vanity Fair, Giselle Bunchen says Tom Brady's unretirement is not what broke them up. Is not. Sure, Giselle. Well, she said, at least that's not the only thing. Yeah, it was ah. the divorce that broke him up. Quote, wow, people really made it about that. What's been said is one piece of a much bigger puzzle. It's not so black and white. It takes years to happen. Sometimes you grow together. Sometimes you grow apart. Ah. Giselle also denies the politics broke them up. Here's something else that didn't cause the split. The jiu-jitsu instructor. Uh, instructor. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Oh, that's Is she who, with a oh, jiu-jitsu dude, guy? Was all, they went on vacation together. There's oh. all sorts of pictures of him riding horses and all that. Um, she said, quote, I think at this point, unfortunately, because I'm divorced, I'm sure they're going to try to attach me to anything. He's our teacher, and most importantly, he's a person that I admire and that I trust. And, that's and it. vacation with? Mm-hmm. And vacation with. Look, I've dated a jiu-jitsu guy before. I get it. They're good vacation people. They're great at vacationing. You get it. They're like the best, man. I don't want to hang out with them. They can throw you around. Isn't isn't that the point? Isn't jiu-jitsu about, like, you know, taking somebody else's body weight and and using it against them or something? Yeah, there's a lot of submission holds. Oh, I bet. (laughs) Fifty shades of, yeah. How old is too old to be driving? We've Never. Had, it depends. We've had this debate a few times. I don't think there is an age that's no. too old to be driving. But, and my mother hates it when I say this, but I think there should be an age that you should be required to take the test more often, more frequently. 
you hit whatever it is. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll say, I'm just saying this date, but let's say 75. At 75, we're now going to require a driving test every two years. Yeah. Chances are you're retired. You got the time. I know. I don't want to throw anything into your routine, but let's just, for everybody's sake, this is for your sake too. Yeah. Anybody with that? Huh. I, I think, I don't think that's a terrible idea. 97-year-old Dick Van Dyke crashed into a block wall oh. and a gate last Wednesday in Malibu, California. He was driving by himself. He said he lost control because the road was wet from all the L.A. rain. Uh, sources say drugs and alcohol were not involved. Okay. I don't think that's much. Just, as a, no, I don't think anybody thought that. Uh, a little Surprise. crack, nothing else. <laughs> they do have to say that, though. Yeah. Uh, Dick's injuries were minor. He was found bleeding from his nose and, um, and his mouth, though, and might have suffered a concussion. So while they say that that's minor, that's minor for me. That's minor for you. I would not say that that's minor for a 97-year-old. Well, man. it is for him. He's like a... Still a youthful man. Yeah, he's a machine. He, was he does just have a spring in his step. He yeah. does, man. He he's just, awesome. He was just uh, uh, in the news a couple weeks ago for saying uh, one of his keys, the, the keys to his health, is his younger wife, who's, uh, I think she's in her 50s, maybe. Dang, Dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are Isolate. You are, you are podcast title gold, Liv. You, you truly are. Uh, let's see. He was... Um, uh, paramedic, uh, paramedics treated him at the scene, and he refused to be taken to the hospital. Police allegedly asked the DMV to give Dick a driving retest because of his age, but that has not been confirmed, and I don't think that's something that you can enforce. I've never heard of that. I think uh, a way to also help the older folks is what if we just invent a, a ball car where it's the shape of a ball, so that way they hit things, they just kind of roll away. <laughs> like a hamster ball? Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? It'd be safer. Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland is in the clear. Domestic? Really? Yeah, you're a Rick and Morty fan, I assume? Not super, but I've you follow followed the story. the story a little bit. So, uh, domestic violence charges against him have been dropped due to insufficient evidence to prove the case beyond a reasonable doubt. Hmm. Roiland posted a message on Twitter saying, I'm thankful that this case has been dismissed, but at the same time, I am deeply shaken by the horrible lies that were reported about me during this process. Think Most of the of all, jobs he lost, too. Most of all, I'm disappointed that so many people were so quick to judge without knowing the facts. He added that he's determined to move forward on the creative projects in hopes to restore his reput uh, uh, reputation. After Justin was charged in January, he was bounced from Rick and Morty, along with two Hulu shows, Solar Opposites and Koala Man. Wow. Koala Man. Koala Man. Neil Patrick Harris, NPH himself, is bringing Barney back. Barney Stinson had a brief cameo at the beginning of this season of Hulu's How I Met Your Father when Sophie crashed into his car. And, oh. he'll, and he will appear again on the mid-season finale next week. Nowhere yet on the plot details. I haven't watched this show, but I did love How I Met Your Mother. I never watched it. I got into it really late. I had a friend who's kind of vibes with me as far as the shows go. And he said, dude, I know it's not your style. You're not like the CBS uh, sort of guy. Um... But you would like the show. And he was right. Dude, I thought the way you worded that, you said he's bringing Barney back. I'm like, Barney has a last name. I just looked it up to see who Barney, like, that Barney had a last name Stinson. And no, it's no, his character. Is, yeah, this is the character from How I, I Met Your Mother. You were thinking the dinosaur? Yeah, about the purple dinosaur. <laughs> Which he's coming back too, but animated, I think. <laughs> okay. And with a slightly different last name. Yeah. Uh, after next week's two part finale, the show is off for a few weeks before returning. Uh, for the rest of the second season on May 23rd. Neil played Barney on How I Met Your Mother, which aired for nine seasons. The role earned him four Emmy nominations and really was a good show. It's one that, it's, it's, I mean, those those kind of comedy sitcom things don't necessarily 
they don't live forever, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I would say that that one's still a really good one to get into. The the Marshall and Lily characters, the Jason Siegel, mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. You'll you'll really like them. Did you and, like uh, the ending? I know there was kind of controversy controversy on whether or not people thought it was satisfactory. I really liked it. It was sad, but I thought it was a good wrap up. I, I thought mm-hmm. it I thought it was good. But I, I typically like side with the creators, even if they kind of rub me a little bit wrong. I, I typically side with the creators. So yeah. much goes into these these things, and I think we're a little too quick to criticize some of these finales. I should watch some of that. I had a, a buddy of mine, Michaela Hoover. She's worth looking up. She was on that for a few episodes. And You're kidding. No, it was awesome. We did improv together. It's a great Talented show. Girl. Let's move on. <clears throat> if you are thinking uh, that your mom's annoying, wait till you hear this story. Jewel would like you to kindly put a sock in it if you think your mom is obnoxious because her mom stole a hundred million dollars from her. Mom? What the heck? One hundred million dollars. She made that kind of... She says, I didn't really realize what my mom was until I was 30-something. I woke up and I realized she had embezzled all of my money, over one hundred million dollars. Thirty-four years old, realize I'm three million dollars in debt, Realize my mom stole it. Realize everything I thought my mom was isn't what she was. Very difficult psychological thing to come to terms with. Yikes. That's terrible. Jewel is 48 now. Her parents split up when she was eight and she lived with her father. Uh, He was abusive, but what she didn't realize at the time is that the reason she lived with him was because her mom, quote, did not want to be a mom. Wow. Pretty gnarly. I didn't realize she had such a rough go. Me either. Super rough go. That's wild, right? I and also, I mean, I know she was like crushing it there, but I didn't realize it was that kind of money involved with her uh, music. Yeah, stuff I don't point. think we were in the same music business. We're, <laughs> no. Goodness. We were in different wow. circles. Congrats. <laughs> But I'm uh, glad she's still going, man. In retrospect, Paul McCartney did just fine after the Beatles broke up. As we know, the guy's still going. Who's right? this? Paul McCartney. He was not totally uh, uh, seamless, though, in the transition. In fact, he was pretty uncertain for uh, for, for the time. He, he said, I didn't know what to do with myself, and trying something new was really risky. He added that the Beatles were, quote, a hard act, some might say, an impossible act to follow. The solution was going back to square one with Wings, hitting the road in a van and playing small gigs until he earned his fame again. Whoa. He adds, quote, by the time the mid-70s came around, we when we were doing a big American tour, that was the vindication of it. The risk paid off. So he started from scratch? That's I mean I guess I guess he didn't get the username or something, maybe at that point. Well, he was just doing wings and, and needed to start over. He he needed to feel like he was gonna validate himself again, not just for Oh, being. I see. Okay, okay, okay. That's I have this fun. I have this fun list of movie characters who are basically impossible to kill. Uh, according to voc- voters on Ranker.com, so people have ranked these uh, these heroes or, or or villains. One for me was Arnold in Commando, because I remember watching that as a kid. My dad came in and he goes, a thousand internationally trained terrorists, and they can't hit this guy with one bullet. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like Topper Harley. You I know? Ju- yeah, I just remember that. Uh, but for the record, some of these characters were eventually killed. So give me the top ten. You it's have got to be. You have already mentioned number one. John Wick. John Wick. Oh, I thought it was going to be James Bond for number John, one. Have you watched any of the John Wick movies? Yes. I need to catch up, though. I've not watched the... I mean, this is the most skilled and lucky gentleman to ever grace the, the, the character screens. He is never killed and has so many opportunities. No. So John Wick is number one. Who's number, who's I number two? I guess his other character... Did he ever... No. 
I feel like there's going to be some Marvel guys on there. Yeah, James Bond, would that count? Uh, James Bond is number two. Well done, dude. He's been shot. Missiles, everything. Okay, keep going. Austin Powers has got to be up there. Uh, Spider-Man. Austin Powers did not make the list. Spider-Man did not make the list. Nobody from the uh, MCU. Really? No. Uh, um, I, I'm not. I'm not 100% so any DC something like Superman and no nobody no Scooby no superheroes no okay. superheroes you got to think of like characters that are reasonably killable okay uh, so Van they're Dyke. not like space people number yeah. three is a series one of the most famous Spielberg Harrison Ford oh so Star Wars ET Indiana, oh, Jones. Indiana Jones great job guys <laughs> number four is the Black Knight from Monty Python and the Holy Grail oh. yeah. He, he loses Just darn near everything. Wound. Number five, also <laughs> extremely, extremely popular series. I think there was three, possibly four. It is owned by Disney. I and it's an action flick? Action movies, yeah, yeah, action series. Action so like the Disney invent- series. Total franchise. I would say this, I mean, reintroduced this actor to an entire, entirely new set of, of fans. And it's Disney? Disney. So it's not... Come movies on, or TV? This is movies. All movies. Oh, Emilio Estevez and Mighty Ducks. So close. Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Pirates of the Caribbean. I forgot this. I love Disney. him. Number, yeah, that's si- a big one. number six is The Bride in Kill Bill. Number okay. seven is from Mission Impossible, Ethan Hunt. And we just started watching those movies. I think we're up to number four, and they are freaking sweet, dude. Those were good. Well, Jason ride. Bourne's got to be on there. Uh, Jason Bourne is not on Nixa, here. Nixa, Missouri's own Jason Bourne. Wesley in The Princess Bride comes in at number nine. Number 10 is the character from Escape from New York. That is yeah. Snake. Snake. Have you seen those movies? Mm-mm. They're incredible. Hmm. Real they're hokey, quick, but they're incredible. Real quick, just a, just a note. Number 18 was red from Pineapple Express. Because every single time he's in something, you're like, why is this guy still alive? <laughs> when are they going to kill this character? It's ridiculous. And... And number eight is a duo from, I guess, probably the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Oh, the uh, Wet Bandits. The Wet Bandits from the, Home I think Alone. they're Sticky Bandits now. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Kyrie Irving is 31. Perez Hilton is 45. Michelle Monaghan, that's Tom Cruise's wife, Julia, in the Mission Impossible movie. She's also Mark Wahlberg's wife in the Boston Marathon bombing movies, uh, or movie Patriots Day, and Woody Harrelson's wife on the first season of True Detective. Michelle Monaghan is 47. Carrie Russell, the American's Felicity, she is 47. Did you know that she used to be a Mouseketeer with Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, and J.C. Chavez? Chazay. I remember as the Noxzema girl. That's how it is. JC Chazé. Oh, golly. Yeah. Sorry. Nox- <laughs> Do you remember as the Noxzema girl? Carrie Noxzema Russell? Girl. Yeah. She was in those commercials. I was like, who's this? It's a throwback. Yeah. She was a Noxzema girl. I thought that was the gal that was married to uh, Mario Lopez. The, the Doritos gal, Allie Landry. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Jason Kidd, former NBA player who's now the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. He is 50. Poe, biggest hit is uh, Angry Johnny uh, with the line, I want to kill you. And I'm not going to say the rest just in case. Uh, Poe is 55. Damon Albarn, the guitar player and singer in Blur, who is now Gorillaz. He is 55. John Wayne Bobbitt, 56. Marin Hinkle, that's John Cryer's horrible ex, Judith, on Two and a Half Men. She is 57. Amanda Plummer is 66. That's Honey Bunny in Pulp Fiction, and uh, she's in District 3. 
Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan is I 70. love saying Shaka Khan. That's Shaka so satisfying. Khan. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. You can't just say it once. Shaka Khan. She is 70. And Rick Ocasek, it would have been his birthday today, but he sadly passed in 2019. He's the lead singer of The Cars. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Lisa DeMarco. Today's birthday girl has been poked and prodded more than an alien abducted farmer in 172 fine films, including Army of Ass 5, Beach Patrol, British Invasion, Cougar Sex Club, Cougar Tales 4, I Scored a Soccer Mom, and who could, her, who could forget her unforgettable role in the 90s classic, Anal Get In 2. Oh my goodness. Whoa. Lisa DeMarco is 55 okay. years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Okay, up next, we're going to do a little Freak of the Week. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's some doozies. Have you had a chance to look over these, Liv? Oh, yes. Co- couple doozies. There's one that makes me itchy. Do you feel like there's a, uh, a clear winner? Yeah. We are going to open up the chat room. So get in on the Michelob Ultra studio cams on YouTube. Get in the chat room. King Scott is going to be monitoring and taking your name suggestions for the Freak of the Week. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a uh, complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterville Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement tea experts. Right now you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here and that means rain and wet soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Up next. Listening to the Rosita Show. Please go beyond your media. 
Right back at you there, Matthew. <laughs> it's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Uh, we are going to uh, we're going to get into Freak of the Week here in just a second. After that, after the break, we're going to get into the contest of the day. Today's uh, free stuff contest, the giveaways. We're playing golf course or rehab, uh, but just a little event I want to tell you about. The uh, Moolah Shrine Circus is happening at Family Arena. Uh, today, today through Sunday, actually, and I'm going to be there tomorrow, Friday the 24th, from four to six to really kick it off, have a lot of fun. Uh, we we've done it almost every year that we can um, with uh, with me and the family, and and we love to do it. So join us tomorrow. I will be out there from four to six at the family arena for the Moolah Shrine Circus. It's going to be a lot of fun, um, almost as much fun as this. It's time. For Freak of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, your definition of fun. Yeah, this might be one of the heavier days. I think we had a a, a couple light ones last week. And if I remember, we had a just a total ass kicking, right? We had somebody who was 83% or 80-something percent. Totally killed it. The uh, Michelob Ultra Studio Cams are live on YouTube. If you want to check in, the chat room is live. King Scott's monitoring. He's taking your name suggestions for these three freaks. Uh, Liv, why don't you uh, why don't you get us started? Let's just dive right in. Let's dive right in with ad number one. Man for woman, forty nine, Vancouver, Canada. Do you like spaghetti dinner? I'm looking for a dirty girl to go to dinner with. No, really, I'm l- looking for someone really bad smelling. Hear me out. No fun time necessary. Just please don't shower and be willing to part ways with your worst looking thong. Oh. (laughs) Picture this. You wearing the same G-string for a week. Please do not wash. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Please do not wash. Bonus, if there's holes in them, wear them out. Maybe go to the gym and hit the sauna afterward. Don't worry if there's stains, even if it's you know when. The more mystery, the better. We will go to dinner somewhere nice. Oh, that's nice. You will not smell that good. That's okay. This is my appetizer. It's okay if people are staring. After we have our main course, you will ask for a to-go bag. After your food is boxed up, you will go to the bathroom and take your panties off and you put your tattered and battered G-string on top of the spaghetti. Oh, what? Make sure sure to seal it up tight to lock in the freshness. Come back to the table and we will exchange to-go boxes. Nothing else. I will leave first because I can't wait to get home. Dessert time. Feel free to keep my number for future dates if you have a good time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that makes me itchy. That makes me not want to go to Vancouver for a while. Yeah. Makes me not want spaghetti for a while. And then, and then, and then you hear, we're going to exchange, what do you say? We're going to exchange to-go boxes. Yeah, so she takes your spaghetti into the bathroom and she takes off her yeah, yeah, yeah. smutty G-string. And then places it on top, and then you get your spaghetti back. And then you go back to the table, and he's... See ya. Thank you. Goodbye. Do we have any good names? We for... have quite a few great names <laughs> over here. What do we got? They've been crushing it. Well, started off with Smelly Nelson. What? We got Smelly one? Nelson. Yes, yeah, Stink Aaron. Chris Thonger. I like that. <laughs> uh, Jerry Can Smell. Henry, wow. Henry Stinkler. Stink Floyd and Dirty Harry. 
I, those are all. Is anything pile? Like, Jerry can smell. Yeah, that's yeah, one that Jerry can smell. Is really. It's timely. really jumping out because, you know, that concert's tomorrow, yeah. I think. I yeah. think it's timely. All right. Jerry, Jerry can, can smell. smell. <laughs> Jerry can smell. Well done, chat room. Ridiculously well done. Holy smokes. Uh, okay. Uh, All right. Palate cleanser. <sighs> Drink of water. Let's go into... Uh, oh, that one was from Vancouver, Canada. Here's another Canadian. Hey. Oh, boy. All right. Give us Freak of the Week contestant number two. Looking for a foot fortress. Man for Women, 44, Quebec City. I'm in defeat, plain and simple. Sometimes I go to restaurants to watch people walk by in sandals and can't help but think about how sexy it would be to be covered by feet and walked on by random people. So I'm on the hunt. I'm looking for a couple people who would be freaky enough to walk all over me in their bare feet. Any person. I don't care if you're a man as long as your feet don't stink, but no man over 150 pounds. Ladies, please get a fresh pedicure before committing. Please, no cracked heels. This is a big deal. Please send picture of feet, both left and right. I repeat, both feet. Also, I should note that if your second toe is a bit longer than your big toe, we may have a problem. <laughs> Put footsies in the subject line so I know you're serious. Wow. Wow. So... Guys are okay, but not over 150 pounds. No, you got to be a small guy. Yeah, might be might be slimmer pickings there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, part, pardon the pun. But he's like you, and he likes clean feet. I do like clean feet. So you guys have. Something but I don't like other people's clean feet. I like my clean feet. <laughs> you don't want people walking all over you. Uh, no, 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 thanks. And you know what's crazy? I'm thinking Quebec City. Been up there a few times. I'm assuming it's a colder city the majority of the time. Mm. He's, he likes to go out in public and watch people. Walk by in sandals. That's probably something that's not happening a lot. It's just a part-time fetish, I guess. Yeah, maybe maybe that's one of the things that makes it so very special. Yeah. Names? Yeah, we got a ton. A ton of names. Uh, a lot of... We have Feet Weber. I like that. We have Feeder Gabriel. We have Feet Rose. Feeder Griffin. But then we get into Steppenwolf. <laughs> we got Tony Danza. <laughs> and uh, Canadian, or a very Canadian man, Gordon Lightfoot. Man, I he's just actually saw, from Canada. So. I just saw one, Donnie Fandangtos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Wow, that one wins. <laughs> All right, nice, <laughs> nice work. All right, <laughs> Donnie Fandangtos. That's that's dashes in between Fandang and toes, right? And uh, they wrote it as one word, but so dashes. Let's let's put the dashes. Oh my goodness! That I love is you, Donnie. that is well done. We love you, Donnie. We See, love you, uh, chat room. Well done. The dashes wow. between fan dash dang dash toes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dang and number three. Uh, at least we're getting out of Canada for a short yes. while. Let's let's see. Parma, Spain. You might stink. Man for man, thirty-two years old. Bisexual dude here, looking for a ripped meathead who prides himself on rank farts. I want to play pigs in a blanket. Oh, no. I want to be the stinky pig. Please feel free to rip them however you see fit. I can't wait to breathe them in. Fill my lungs with your infested fumes, and the more, the merrier. I want your raunchy exhaust. Oh, my goodness. This may seem like a joke, but I promise you it's not. Smelling my own is not cutting it these days. Please be clean otherwise. If we get along... Great, maybe this can be a relationship. But right now, I'm interested in getting to know your scent. Would be good if this can be a regular occurrence. 
Hasta luego. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, I have a tough enough time of sitting in chair two over there during Freak of the Week, and, and leading the charge here just makes it that much more intense. And this well, is, why did you have to add the fart sound? This is an, well, just to, take, just to take my mind off of it for a minute. This is a... Uh, this is an interesting group, an interesting group of competitors that we yeah. have here. All kind of, you know, <laughs> worthy. Yeah. Um, okay, names for, for a stinky guy. Yeah, we got a lot here. Um, we got Fart Garfunkel, and I like that. That's a play on it. Uh, <laughs> Fart Simpson, Rip Van Stinkle, uh, Tudor McGavin, <laughs> Arnold Stankinator. Like what was the last one? Arnold Stankinator. You like Tudor McGavin? I like Tudor McGavin. All right. Tudor McGavin. Tudor. Gaseous clay. (laughs) Tudor McGavin it is. Lars Toot Bar. There's all kinds of good ones here. King Scat. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Let's put those up on the the Twitter poll. Those will be live for the day. Make sure you uh, cast your votes now. Uh, We have nominee number one, Jerry Can Smell. He wants to meet up with a nice lady that has really dirty, gross, stinky, sweaty a G-string, and he wants you to put it on a spaghetti so we can take it home and oh, okay. chew on? I don't know. Okay, number two, uh, <laughs> Donnie Fandangtoes. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Donnie. Donnie. Donnie wants to be walked all over by, by women or a man under 150 pounds. <laughs> and then we have nominee number three, that is Tudor McGavin. Yeah, he just wants to be Dutch oven, uh, though he calls oh, wow. it being uh, pigs in a blanket. He wants to be your stinky pig and you can fart all over him. There was nothing sexual in that one, though, huh? No, just being farted on. Just, just looking through it. Yeah, all right. Well, cast your votes now at R-I-Z-Z Show on Twitter. Uh <laughs> Guys, who are you voting for? Oh, boy. I got to go for number one. Number one? The spe- yeah, I, I think this is a clear a clear winner in my in my. In first my of all, as a, as a woman, do not wear your G-string for a week at, at a time. Don't do, <laughs> do, barely do that for a day. That's extremely unhealthy, is it not? That, that is going to be a doctor's appointment, <laughs> and that's going to be antibiotics and... Yeah, itching you and <laughs> you wouldn't use the same floss in your teeth for a week. See, that's that's a great point. Thank you. You would not do that. Who are you, who are you voting for, King Scott? I'll go number one as well. Okay. Even though all these are number two. All of us are voting for Jerry Can Smell. <gasps> Cast your votes now. They will be live any minute now, right, King Scott? Yeah, they should be up and at them. Great. Pseudo Show Traffic and Weather. Up after the break, we are going to play. Golf course or rehab. So call in now, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. It is the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Uh, we're going to get into it. We'll take uh, as many callers as we can. We are out of Jerry Can Smell. I'm sorry, Jerry Cantrell tickets, but we do have tickets to Point Fest 2023 with Incubus, Coheed and Cambria, the Pretty Reckless, Bad Omens, Bad Flower, Greek Fire, White Reaper, Band Aid. Tiger Cub and more happening Saturday, May 27th at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. We also have a pair of tickets to Manchester Orchestra and Jimmy Eat World and a pair of tickets to Static X sold-out show April 5th at Del Mar Hall. Give us a call, get on there, and play the game next. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs 
who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, this is Tim Meadows, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Tim. It is The Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. You can watch us live right now on the Michelob Ultra Studio Cams. As always, email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Get a hold of us on our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. And, of course, the instant feedback button on the mobile app. Uh, we are having fun moving right along. We're going to get into the uh, contest right now, uh, do some news after that. We will try to get to your emails. And it is, it's been a huge week for sports, and we have not been able to squeeze in a sports segment this entire week. So we, we got to squeeze gonna, it. we got to squeeze it. Gotcha. So we're going to do all that we can. But right now, it's time to give us some stuff away. The Rosudo Show. Here, have some free stuff. We have so much to give away, by the way. Point Fest 2023 featuring Incubus, Coheed and Cambria, The Pretty Reckless, Bad Omens, Bad Flower, Greek Fire, White Reaper, Band-Aid, Tiger Cub, more Saturday, 27th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. We have tickets to give away for Manchester Orchestra and Jimmy Eat World, July 27th at St. Louis Music Park. And we have tickets to give away to the sold-out Static X show on April 5th at Del Mar Hall. The uh, Today's contest is sponsored by... T.R. Hughes, brought to you by T.R. Hughes. Half-acre new home sites in Winsville. Five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. Today we're playing golf course or rehab. <laughs> this is a fun game where Liv is going to read you the name of a business, and we just want you to tell us if it's a golf course or a rehab. Two out of three right will get you the tickets. Let's start with Kyle. In, Kyle, where are you from? St. Peter's. St. Peter's. That's what STP stands for. Scott's got these codes, and I haven't learned the codes yet. St. Peter's. Kyle and St. Peter's, are you ready to play golf course or rehab? Yes. All right, hit it, Liv. All right, number one, the Oaks in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Golf course. That is a rehab. It's all right. It's all right. Off to a bad start, but you can bounce back right here. Forest Hills in Augusta, Georgia. That sounds like a golf course, too. Golf course on the board. One for two. Can you win the tickets? Let's see. Two Rivers in Nashville, Tennessee. Course. That is a golf course. We have a winner. Well done, Kyle. Well done, Kyle. This is a hard game. It is. This is really just one of those 50-50 sort of games. Lauren in St. Louis. How you doing, Lauren? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Are you re- are you ready to play golf course or rehab? Sure thing. All right, hit it, Liv. All right, Lauren. Malibu Hills in Malibu, California. I'm gonna say rehab. Yeah. Rehab on the board. <laughs> the bridges in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. The bridges. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go with golf course. Yeah. Give me the tickets. Congratulations, Lauren. 
Two for two. Crushed it. Crushing. She's, Crushing. A, she's a pro on golf courses and rehabilitation centers. Okay, how about Austin in Jonesburg? Austin, how you doing, man? Doing good. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you. Liv, hit it. Number one, Mountain Falls in Parump, Nevada. Parump? Parump. Parump, Nevada. Rehab. That is a golf course. Number two, Stonewater in Oxford, Mississippi. Stonewater. Rehab. Rehab. That is, yes, a rehab. All right. It's all down comes, to this one. Comes down to this. Magnolia Grove in Mobile, Alabama. Mobile. Mobile. That's down in Mobile. Rehab. That is a golf course. Is that two wrong? That's two. That's, goodbye. Corey in Warrington. How you doing, Corey? Good morning. Good morning to you. All right, golf course or rehab? Harmony Ridge in Walker, West Virginia. Rehab. On the board, rehab. You could win it with this one. Spring Hill in Ashby, Massachusetts. Golf course. That is a rehab. All right, comes down to this. Uh, Paxson Hollow in Medea, Pennsylvania. Golf course. You got it. You got it. Well done, Corey. Is that media or Medea? How do you, I don't how do you know. Pass? It, it gave me Medea vibes. Yeah, it's spelled media, but that, that's a that's a weird name that for a town. Yeah, you that's why I went Medea. <laughs> Justin in St. Charles, how you doing, Justin? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. Let's play re, uh, rehab or golf course. Fairbanks in Indianapolis, Indiana. The golf course. Said with so much confidence, too. Yeah, it was a golf course. Golf course. Like, it's, duh. It's rehab. <laughs> uh, try this one. Cobbs Creek in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Go golf course again. On the board. Comes down to this. Jay Walker Lodge in Carbondale, Colorado. Try rehab. Another winner. Well done, Justin. JJ in Wentzville. People are just cruising right through this for the most part. Yeah. JJ, how you doing? Morning. Morning. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Let's play golf course or rehab. Number one, Fox Run in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Rehab. That's a golf course. Number two, Evergreen in Brooklyn, New York. Rehab. Evergreen in Brooklyn, New York is a rehab. Comes down to this. Crooked Creek in Alpharetta, Georgia. I'm going to rehab again. Crooked Creek. Of course. Goodbye. Let's do another. Kevin in New Athens. How you doing? I'm doing well, Kevin. Let's play golf course or rehab. Number one, Oaks North in San Diego, California. Rehab. Golf course. Got to get these next two. Forest Lake in Apopka, Florida. Golf course. On the board comes down to this. (sighs) Talking Stick in Scottsdale, Arizona. Rehab. Oh. Man. I was gonna, I was, I was gonna end it right there, but we got, we got more. Let's go with Andrew and Festus. Andrew, how you doing, man? 
What's up, guys? How you doing? We're doing well. Bring it home here. Bring it home. You are our last contestant. Bring it home. Pinnacle Peak in Scottsdale, Arizona. We'll go rehab. On the board. Well done. Could bring home the win with this one. Uh, Mount Regis in Salem, Virginia. I'm going to go rehab again. Congratulations, Andrew. Hey, you know what? That's fun. Let's end it there. Let's, okay. Let's, okay. Let's just end it there and get. Are you ready to start a new life, a new career? Centric is a training program that gets you ready for a new career in technology in just four months, not four years, four months. Now, if you just got out of the military, you're looking for a civilian job, or even just trying to figure out what to do next, Centric's got you. A lot of those skills you learned in the military will transfer to your new career in technology. Centric classes also provide structure and a routine, which lead to a successful learning environment. 30% of Centric students are veterans. There's also instructors at Centric who served. You'll find camaraderie and a sense of community over there. You can use your GI Bill or VA benefits to fund your education. It's so easy. And Centric has dedicated and knowledgeable staff members helping you through the entire process. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. New programs starting all the time. Let's get going. It all starts with you going to centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash Riz. Some rock and roll. Buenos días, yo soy Polo Asensio y usted escucha El Risuto Show. Feliz cumpleaños, compadre Riz. Ah, Polo. I love Polo. Oh, man. Is he going to be at opening day? Am I going to finally get to meet him? Oh, you'll, I'm, yes. I'm sure. He'll invite you up to the uh, to the, to the the booth. Oh, super, super so cool. Fun. Yeah, you got to go up there and see yeah. him. He it's and Benji incredible. are just incredible people and, and been so good to our show and our, our listeners, all the weirdos out there. Everybody loves Polo. Yeah. And they've been sending a lot of emails in, too, saying, you got to get Polo on talk about the World Baseball Classic. Well, it's a little too late now, but... Uh, yeah, that was a great idea, and we have missed sports for so many days in a row now just because uh, we've been filling this with, with too much fun. It's been mm-hmm. too much fun. Thank you, Liv, for, what a for problem to have. too much fun. Yeah, <laughs> running out of time for more for more things. Uh, but we will get to sports today. I promise you, I assure you, King Scott has been so upset with me mm-hmm. that I've had him put these sports reports together every single well, day. Well, no one knows what's going on with tennis, bowling, like all these important things. That's I want to right. Tell. Yeah. yeah. Give us the latest in the bowling world. Oh, it's exciting. You know what's uh, funny? Just a <laughs> quick side note. My last morning show I was on, we used the word bowling instead of sex just to keep it a little more family friendly. So now... So now you can't shake it. Nope. It's just, to me, it's always like bowling. Oh, real bowling. You just you just gave the entire area your kryptonite. Yeah. Now everybody's just going to find oh. different uses for the word That's bowling. That's why she always says, I love bowling. <laughs> I never knew... <laughs> Yeah, ah, that shirt she wore, everything. I yeah. heard bowling. <laughs> we should go bowling sometime. We should, you're just throwing oh those out there all the time. Yeah, if I ever invite somebody to go bowling, they're going to be like, hey. <laughs> now you know what you're getting into. <laughs> Ridiculous. You see, I told you, too much fun. <laughs> when Riz is out, we have too much fun. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. News is sponsored by Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning. More reliable than your news source. All right, in uh, in some local news, uh, Daredevils defy danger. Motorcycle spin and flip, and the full size people uh, zoom around in cars made for very small people and small children. 
It is always fun at the Moolah Shrine Circus. As many as 40,000 people cheering spectators will uh, uh, soak it all up during the four-day event this week in St. Charles. For the first time in a long time, though, no elephants. No mm. elephants. Uh, the circus does uh, eight events from today through Sunday. The Moolah Shrine Circus has hosted a yearly circus since 1942. Dang. Yeah, I yeah. found out why there's no elephants. Uh, they've had a big uptick in piano sales lately. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the rain delay. <sighs> All human performers this time, and I'll be down there from uh, 4 to 6 tomorrow for the big show. Family's looking forward to it. We 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 love it. It's been a minute since I've been to a circus. I know, us too. Well, they're well, so fun. With the pandemic and all that, uh, you know, t- took a short break. But uh, it's back, and uh, it's going, going good today through Sunday. Bye-bye to this guy. Local school bus companies are under fire after drivers are caught on camera running through stop signs and Oops. crashing into cars. And now a driver was fired. After he was seen on video smashing into four parked cars. Goodness. Jeez. Uh, you're seeing it all over the news. We'll put, we'll post it up on the blog. It's uh, it's on social media and everything. The dangerous crash was actually caught on a doorbell camera at 8.30 on Monday morning in Granite City. Hmm. The driver hit the vehicle's head on while students were on board. Uh, the, 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 the person that, that filmed it said she remembers hearing kids screaming after the collision. According to the police report, the driver was distracted by a child on the bus, which led to the accident. Speaking of dangerous roads, check it out. The region is now getting a better understanding of the most dangerous roads in St. Louis County. Thanks to a recent crash report from local advocacy group, uh, advocacy, advocacy, thank you, (laughs) group Trailnet. Now I really feel like Riz. I'm starting to sound like him. Uh, The data collected, including a startling increase in... um, Pedestrian deaths, actually, in the county over the last 10 years. Quote, I see a lot of people texting while they drive, FaceTiming while they drive. They aren't paying attention to the road, uh, said one of the uh, uh, a business owner that lives next to or, or, or works next to one of these hot spots for all the crashes. According to the Trailnet's 2022 crash report for St. Louis City and County, North Limburg, St. Charles Rock Road, Jennings Station, Big Bend, Page Avenue, West Florissant Avenue, and Halls Ferry all are on the top crash corridors for St. Louis County. Hmm. Dang. The new data finds that 23% of crashes and 42% of fatalities over the last three years happened on those seven roads. Wow. So that's big. Um, let's see. Chambers uh, between West Florissant and Halls Ferry Road saw seven people die because of traffic violence in 2002. Wow. I'm sorry, 2022. This tied with Interstate 270 for the most fatalities on any road in St. Louis County. Knowing how dangerous 270 is right now, MoDOT is actually overhauling the highway in the Limburg area to make it more pedestrian and cyclist-friendly. Nice. Mm. Trailnet's worst spot for wrecks is St. Charles Rock Road in Lackland, right by 170. So look out there. Uh, if you're driving and there's a wreck on the side of the road, do you ever slow down and get a better look? You have to. How do you not rubberneck a little bit? I was going to say, if you say no... We're not friends. You're not an honest person. I'm a rubbernecker. A lot of us do. Rubbernecking is the name that people use for it, and a poll found over 40% of us are likely to do it when we see a crash. By the way, a lot of liars in that poll. 40% absurd. Everybody looks. We got to help the police and everybody by knowing what's going on over there. Yeah, just in case somebody needs a detailed report (laughs) from the scene that the officers are already at. 43% said it's something they do often or very often. Everyone else either said they do it occasionally or they don't drive. <laughs> uh, one more stat. The same poll asked about road rage. 
19% of Americans, or around one in five, said driving angry is a regular thing for them, possibly daily. It happens. Scott's an angry driver. <laughs> he seems like the type. Yeah, yeah, total. And, uh, yeah, but those, you know, you need to watch your uh, anger there. Your heart rate goes crazy. It's not yeah. good for your health, man. Uh, you know, there was a time there. Um, it, it, it didn't make me It didn't make me angry or violent or anything. But when I was playing certain video games, I was seeing, like, things from the screen on my eyes, like, on my brain <laughs> when I was driving. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Ba- I, I get that. Yeah, back in the Halo days, there was a particular reticle on the uh, on, on one of the weapons on this on this game. And I swear I was seeing it when I was driving. <laughs> I may have had an issue in uh, 2002. <laughs> you may have had one, yes. Yes, I've broken that ever since. <laughs> yeah, when I steal helicopters, I'm always like, man, it feels... This kind of looks like GTA to me. I don't know. Speaking of GTA, muscle car fans are in mourning today. General Motors just killed off the Chevy Camaro. Really? Goodbye to the Chevy Camaro. Man, I was planning on getting one next year. Nope. They announced they're discontinuing it after 2024, after the 2024 model, because sales have uh, just totally dropped. Yeah, I was finally going to get one. The last one will roll off the production line in January. Although, there were rumors about this coming back in 2021. The original Camaro came out in 1966, so it's been around for almost 60 years. Uh, This isn't the first time they stopped making it, by the way. They hit the pause button uh, for a while there in 2003 before relaunching the brand in 2010. So that was a heck of a break there, no Camaros. I mean, they have to do that. If you notice, all these car companies do that where you have Taurus rolls back out and then disappears for a while, then comes back out and then... Did you just say the Taurus? Yeah. We're talking about the Camaro here, man. <laughs> Camaro, Same difference. Taurus. Hey, Same difference. We're talking about Camaros. <laughs> can, can a Taurus do this? Yeah. I don't think well, so. I don't know about a Taurus, but my Sable could. What's wrong with you, man? I can't believe you What? There's that one that's a good car, then... The one they're canceling this year. The good news is it sounds like that they, they could be in the cards for this time, too. They might just be one of those temporary pauses. Chevy broke the news in a big press release. Uh, they said they're not announcing a successor, but, quote, this is not the end of Camaro's story. Cool, guys. Yeah, they're going to, like, bring go. it back, hype cool, it up, and it's going to be like, oh, my gosh, it's back. Everybody go buy one. Yeah, this is the yeah. band move of, oh, we're doing a final tour. Mm. We're breaking up for four years. Okay, but guess what's going to happen? Full of it. It's going to come back electric. Mm. It's funny you say that because people are speculating that they might relaunch it as an electric car. <laughs> Whoa, who would have thought? Here, here, look up the pictures. Uh, there's right. a, um, I'll send you the article, 1967 Camaro and the 2024 version just to see the difference. Ooh. I'll send it to you now. But, uh, man, I was, a, I was a big fan of Camaro. My, my buddy's first car was a 1968 or 69 Camaro, a baby blue. Ooh. Dude, I mean, what? What are you doing? It was like 1996 or something. He had this sweet car. I'm driving my grandpa's old thing. It has a <laughs> hole through the door. And he's got this sick Camaro. Ooh, boy. I was so jealous. Camaro's with a jam. Remember the Mustang? They've, they've done uh, electric now with that Mach-E. Yeah. Have you, have you seen those? Mm-mm. You into these sports cars at all? You ever owned any cool cars? No. I had an X, though, that was reviving an old Mustang and I spend hours of my life just watching him do that so now I hate them. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Was it a lot of this? Yeah. Garage? And he never even got it running while we were dating. It was just a lot of body oh. work and he's like, I just like it when you're there with me and I'm like, you know, 18. I'm like, okay, I'll just sit there and watch you for hours. Oh, no. Man. I did have a pretty sick Challenger. And I do miss the Challenger. That thing was awesome. But you said you had a car with a hole in the door. I remember 
Uh, I had one as well. Like if I, whenever I'd roll the window down, it'd be a hole in the door. Then I roll back up. And I wouldn't be a hole anymore. I'm going to ask you politely yet firmly to leave. <laughs> oh my goodness! You just got you just Did got Riz? sent out. Did Riz arrive? Thank you, Liv. New best friend. <laughs> Love you, King Scott. <laughs> Love you too. A 24 year old Canadian. I'll cry a little bit. Uh, oh, get this. Speaking of uh, cars and 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 car keys, take note. Take note. A 24 year old Canadian horrifically, horrifically. Impaled her face <gasps> with her keys in a freak accident. Oh my Eesh. gosh. The, this woman was leaving her apartment to go to dinner when one of her friends tossed her the car keys so that the group could head to McDonald's. As she went to grab the keys from the air, she recoiled the catch towards her face, like whoop, like oh. kind of like this, oh. resulting in a metal part piercing her skin. Shocking photos show the gory injury. As x-rays revealed that it was nestled into her cheek an inch and a half deep into her nasal cavity and below her oh eye. gosh, man. At the time, the woman said the adrenaline numbed the pain from the accident. She said, quote, I felt a pressure, but I felt like I just got hit with keys in my face. Like I missed the catch. My friend looked at me and said, oh my God, don't move. And he started panicking. Everyone started panicking. She recalled walking into the bathroom in denial, thinking her friend was totally exaggerating. To her surprise, her keys were sticking out of her face. Quote, I was scared. My concern was for my eye. I couldn't care less about a scar. Scars, if you take care of them properly, they're going to go away. That wasn't my concern. Yeah. My you cons spend your morning farting and you'll get rid of those too. <laughs> my concern was, am I going to be able to see? The group of friends called emergency services. An ambulance came, arrived in minutes. Uh, Upon arriving at the hospital, she received a CT scan and a plastic surgeon was paged to remove the key and stitch up her cheek. Oh, Calling the incident dumb luck, she advised others to use caution when throwing around their keys or even just going about their daily life. So no more key tossing. Oh, you know what's gosh. what's funny is like I worry, you know, because you got like the key rings. I try to not put my like fingers through them or anything because I have this irrational fear that I could fall down and break my fingers. Like if I landed on my hand wrong and I'm in the key ring, yeah, I could like bust my finger. I worry about that every winter when it's slippery. Like I'm very careful the way I hold my keys. Have you ever yeah. had some sort of freak accident? Like I mean, just like a that you've never heard of before, and you're the only one that experienced that. I don't, nothing comes to mind. We had a buddy, Greg, in, um, in middle school, and uh, I got this, I got this little thing on my hand. You see this thing on my hand? You see that? That's from a pencil. You ever get stabbed oh, by a pencil? Oh, like the lead? Yes. Stays it in there forever? Stays in there forever. Yep. I have this from, from eighth grade. Stabbed with a pencil, still got the lead under my hand. Well, Greg jumped down the stairs in middle school. He had a pencil in his hand, and then he had a pencil in his hand. It went through his ah! hand, guys, like right there, right through the nice. palm, whoop, right through. Golly. I, do, I don't remember seeing him, you know, for, I mean, I saw him for about 10 seconds after that, and he just started running. So I don't know if he was, you know, kind of filled with adrenaline, if it, if it, if it didn't hurt, if it hurt. But uh, apparently it came out, didn't do any permanent damage, thank goodness. Thank God. Dang. And was able to stitch it up. But yeah, number two pencil, whoop, right through the hand. <gasps> That was a, that was a freaky accident. Yeah, I wouldn't ever, want that. You ever had any, have any freak accidents? Uh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, no, I guess not. I have dislocated shoulders, stuff like that, but not no, those kind of weird. Child's play. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, falling off a camel, I guess. Uh, you guys, Liv, tell me if this was an overreaction. 
police in Houston are looking for a suspect who had a very bizarre interaction with a woman at a gas station. Uh, a 20-year-old woman said uh, about 10.45, a, a man in his early 20s walked up to her in a gas station and started flirting with her. She ignored him at first, but uh, he wouldn't stop. So she said she wasn't interested and walked outside. The guy follows her out, begs her for a number. She refuses, tells him, I got a boyfriend. And, he, uh, and, and she wished him a good night. That's when the guy decided to rob her. Oh, God. <laughs> he demanded her purse while holding his hand inside his pocket in a way that suggested that he had a gun. He takes the purse and says, where's your boyfriend now? Walks back to his vehicle and drove off. The man was caught on surveillance camera, but police are still trying to locate him. Is that an overreaction for being turned down? Yeah, see, and uh, it, it's insane. And this is actually a really good point in that so many guys are like, well, I'm just trying to be nice to this girl at the gas station. The thing is, we don't know if you are a nice guy or if you're that guy. So yeah. that's why, like, we're just always scared. Some guys have <laughs> precious egos. Yeah. Precious egos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's your news. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Up next, we will do sports. We will do a sports report. King Scott has worked tirelessly yes. for four or five days in a row on I sports reports. Well, I want it to be short. <laughs> the highlights. I finally get to do it. I want it to be short because we're getting into the March Music Mayhem. Yeah. We got some songs to play and some competition to uh, to endure. Hey, this is Matt Eisman, host of American Ninja Warrior, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show, and I got one thing to say. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, Matt. It's The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. You can get a hold of us, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams are live on the YouTube. Uh, and Liv is looking great. King Scott's looking great. Hey. They did a lot of farting earlier. Yeah. <laughs> that is putting on makeup. F A R D I N G. farting uh, We gave away a whole bunch of stuff. Man, we've covered so much ground this week. And I just want to say thanks again to all the weirdos that have supported us. And huge, huge feedback. Uh, great positive feedback and encouragement on all the social media at R-I-Z-Z Show, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, but on the email as well, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. If we have time, we'll try to get to some emails today. If not, we'll squeeze them in tomorrow uh, with Friday fails and all that. Uh, but it's been great. The instant feedback on the mobile app. And, of course, we're about to round out the uh, the the March Music Mayhem for round. Well, it's not round two, but it's day, day two, two of the matchups. And uh, today we have uh, Point Fest 10 which happened in 98 versus Point Fest 25 in 2009. I mentioned the headliners before. We've decided to go with Monster Magnet from Point Fest nice. 10. That's uh, that lineup. And we're, and there is a theme. Liv mm-hmm. came up with the theme, which I think is freaking brilliant. <laughs> uh, and we're going to pit them up against co-headliner from the main stage on Point Fest 25, 2009. That's Our Lady Peace. Yeah, thank so, you. Monster Magnet and Our Lady Peace. But these are huge lineups. And again, shout out to Web Guy Joe, who put together all the Point Fests, 39 of them on here to Man. determine what the best Point Fest was uh, for the bracket system and the March Music Mayhem. Absolutely incredible job. The matchups continue this this uh, this this week, courtesy of Amco Ranger and Swiss Air Heating and Cooling. But just a little programming note: Donnie is feeling under the weather. He heard the freak of the week earlier, <laughs> and decided, uh, oh, I, he just couldn't couldn't mm. couldn't take. I don't it. blame him. Yeah, so we're gonna miss his matchups today, but we will resume them uh, tomorrow. We'll get to that in a second. But first, it's time for a Rizzuto Show Sports Update, powered by Victory Men's Health. Raise your game. Visit VictoryMen'sHealth.com. Sad. 
Scott, I promise you, I haven't kept your your sports reports out for any particular reason other than we've just run out truth. of time. So give me some highlights, some highlights of the last couple days in uh, St. Louis sports and uh, whatever whatever else you want to tell. Oh shoot, St. Louis. Uh, well, let me switch it up here. There's some uh, big changes this year at Bush uh, Bush Stadium or Bush, whatever that is. Uh, one is uh, you know Flavor Flav. He doesn't have to worry about bringing in that clock necklace anymore because the Cardinals have finally got that pitch clock installed. Oh, nice. So that means we're going to have that. So there's a lot of changes going on, not just from that. We've obviously heard about that a ton, and uh, and it's really sped up the game. And they're also putting bigger bases on there. And uh, the defensive shift is going to be awesome this year. I'm excited for that. Hopefully more runs. But here's the fun news that we don't know, maybe, is that there are three new food stands, which will feature a national chain All right. 15 area locations. So you guys do the math. National chain, 15 area locations, yeah. now going into Bush Stadium. I mean, which one is it? So that's pretty exciting, and then I'm not sure. And uh, but if not you guys tell know, us? hit us up on Twitter. There, what's that? You're not going to tell us which one? It doesn't tell me. It doesn't. It did, it's the a article mystery? didn't tell My you. My news source didn't tell me, and okay. I got an inside guy. Cool. But cool. he keeps his lips shut. Cool news. What else? Yeah. Well, hey. Well, here's uh, even more fun. Is there's two other stands. And they're both local restaurants. Again, no info on what they are. I did uh, hear. I did hear. Okay. Um, is I think it's has it Shaquille O'Neal has a chicken place. What? Ooh. I think that's because I, I I think that was him. The Shack Shack. Uh, shack. <laughs> the Shack Shack. That's brilliant. Big right, Chicken. Is that what it's called? It's Big Chicken. He has no a way, TV really? series called Big Chicken, and he's opening a Big Chicken in Bush Stadium. Uh, she found it. Fifteen seconds, and she found it. <laughs> I just I saw this the other day, and I'm like, oh my, because I was I want to try it when I go to a game. Yeah. I want some Big Chicken. Well, that's exciting. What else? My news source is behind a paid wall I didn't have access to. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the first four sentences and tried to make an article out of it. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, so uh, also, there's some really cool stuff. If you're on a tight budget and you're trying to look for good deals, keep an eye out because throughout the year, they're going to be dropping $6 tickets. So that's a pretty Ooh. cool deal. Oh, nice. And uh, there's also this hot new sport that's been sweeping the planet as of late. It's called, I think you pronounce it as baseball. And so mm. they've done this world baseball classic. And it came to an incredible finish just a couple nights ago, the U.S. versus Japan. And it was a, an amazing, amazing game. And the U.S., they were down by one run in the bottom of the ninth with, uh, obviously, or arguably, the best batter in baseball right now, Mike oh. Trout, who hits dingers right and left. He's up to bat. All they need is one dinger to tie it up. And here's what happened. It's absolutely amazing. Trout's ready. 3-2. He struck him out. Otani strikes out Trout, and Japan's back on top of the baseball world. Obviously, he didn't come out the way I wanted to. You know, I think uh, as a baseball fan, I think everybody wanted to see it. He won round one. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's, you can't take anything away from it. Just to be able to come out of the bullpen, you know, as a starter, and, you know, it's showtime. So hats off to them guys over there. Tough night for us, but uh, we'll be back. So Shohei yeah. Otani struck out Mike Trout. Yeah, they brought this. him into close. Wow. And he hasn't done that since 2014. And uh, this is, he is the best player in baseball right now. But it's just so fun. There's teammates, they get to battle each other in this high, high right. position. How fun would that have been? Wow. And especially for Otani since he won the battle there. So congrats to that's a big Japan. Ending, yeah. Big ending for the World Baseball Classic. And uh, I mean, that's. Yeah, new bar. He got to win that. He got his. Uh, medal there and everything so it's a pretty cool deal yeah, a lot man. of cardinals representing yeah we did good during that and also uh, some crazy big news is there's a bill to legalize sports betting in missouri 
And uh, all it needs to do is make it through the house, and then we'll be able to start using those apps and make a ton yeah. of money. Oh. They've been trying that for quite some time now. Yeah. It's been going in Illinois, but not not Missouri. And Should we do a bet to see if it passes or not? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not touching that. Okay. <laughs> so is that uh, is this the last step in that? Yeah, it looks like it. So, But the, I've seen some reports that it's still going to have a tough time, but hopefully, uh, you know, it makes no sense that you can just go right across the river in three seconds and use the same app that you can't use in Missouri. It's really funny. Hmm. So I don't understand that, but there we go. That's uh, sports, and with that home run, let's call it a game, Coach. All right. It should be. Uh, it's King Scott. Or whatever it is. Stop the moon. <laughs> All right. It is 9 o'clock. That means the matchup has begun. It is March Music Mayhem. It's back. We're out to determine the greatest point fest of all time. We do have a theme. Uh, again, thanks to Amco Ranger and Swiss Air Heating and Cooling for putting this all together and, and, and helping us with Web Joe there. Go to 1057thepoint.com. Fill out your brackets. Vote. Open the Point app and sign in. Go to the Listener Rewards. Scroll down to the Vote Here March Music Mayhem tile. Once you click on that, you can see the matchup and vote at the bottom of the page. Liv, what is the uh, what is the theme we're going with here? It's Monster Magnet versus Our Lady Peace, Point Fest 10 versus Point Fest 25. It is outer space. Ah, outer space, Monster <laughs> Magnet. to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, which sounds like it's not cool. It's the Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Get all of us, 314-624-3833, Email us at rizshow at 1057thepoint.com and hit us up on that instant feedback on the mobile app. Thank you again for all of the positive uh, positive reviews and, and support for this last week while Riz has been in Mexico. This is uh, my first time captaining the ship, even though I've been here since day one, nine years. You've been killing it, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you. But, you know, you've been a, an enormous help, Liv. I appreciate you so very much. Happy to help. Uh, coming in here, waking up early multiple days. It's been yeah. huge. And thanks for farting before you come in here. And- I fart every day. Yeah, we, And I'm thinking that. of you when I do it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> King Scott uh, stepping up, doing traffic and weather. He's he's been running from this room to that room, doing all sorts of giveaways and all sorts of stuff. So kudos to you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Uh, And you know what? I think uh, I think we'll reward you. Also, our team is member of the day today. You're gonna give me a paycheck? No, no, no. Oh, I don't have one of those to give you. Greedy. Uh, But Bill, uh, our uh, our team is member, was was talking about how he loves your headline goo. So let's try to squeeze one of those in as well. Fantastic. But I first, might work on one. But first, let's do some uh, Riz Show emails. Again, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, your emails are brought to you by? Your emails, they're brought to you by? <laughs> it's uh, King Scott stepping it up. I, I just you praised just you. Compliment. I just praised you. <laughs> Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes, your one-stop shop for all mailboxes. Need a new mailbox.com. All right. Hey, Riz Show. Hi. Hi. Hey, uh, the uh, Shriner Sean here. I just listened to the podcast. Uh, I listen to the podcast every day on my way home. A couple weeks ago, you guys mentioned how I emailed in and asked if Moon or his family have a fear of clowns. I never heard Moon actually say yes or no, uh, and we want you to have a good experience. We can accommodate you and your family either way. We're really looking forward to having you at the circus on Friday. Many of the Shriners are loyal fans of the show. Aww, Very that's cool. awesome. Shriner Sean, thank you. Uh, thank you for checking in, and honestly, thank you for, for considering that. I know there's some, there's some clown phobias here yeah, and there. I think my mom's afraid of clowns. Uh, yeah, I have. I know I have a couple relatives. You know, I'll need to ask the kids. Sean, don't 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 take this as an affirmative uh, that we are all clown phobia free. Uh, but I I think they're all good. I just want to ask just just in case. I've I'm seen not, you hang out with Clownvis. 
Yeah, I love Clavis. Clavis <laughs> is one of my best friends. I love Clavis. And my son is a huge Clavis fan. Huge. Clavis to the rescue. He's always tuning in. Uh, so at least my son and I, we are, we are not uh, f- fearing. But uh, you never know. But I appreciate you checking in, Sean. Here's the next one. Howdy, y'all. Howdy. Howdy. I was catching up on Tuesday's podcast when Moon mentioned pacing behind the goal at his son's game. Oh, no. <laughs> I can confirm this to be true. My dad coached one of Moon's daughters way back in the day. Aww. I have this burned into uh-huh. my memory because I was a huge fan of his band. Uh, so I was a little starstruck seeing a rock star in public like this. Aww. Moon spent the entire game behind the goal, pacing back and forth. <laughs> I'm sure killing the grass beneath him. Keep up the great work, Moon. You've been killing it. Four out of five stars, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I told you. I told you. I I was um, I was one of those dads. Not proud of it. Not proud of it. Riz and I are both becoming uh, those 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 dads. We try to keep it. Try to keep it in. I, I don't, I'm not hollering. I'm not cursing at the kids. I was just trying to coach my my kid a little bit there, and uh, I overstepped. Uh, Kyle, tell your father I, I apologize yeah. that I overstepped. I come from a, a long line of people that get thrown out of school, <gasps> like basketball games. Full on thrown Sweet. out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think my dad has, my uncle has, my cousin has, my grandpa the father has. Fantastic. <laughs> They're a little intense. Is this on a purpose? I mean, do they care? Do they care? Th- Are they thinking about it going I in? I don't think. I think they just get so into it. I remember my great grandmother, when I was playing basketball as a kid, um, this was like eighth grade and our rivals had this girl that was so ridiculously tall and she was kind of losing her mind a little bit at that point but she's yelling out and again this is a child like she called that girl a moose whoa you don't do that you don't do that up in maine i'll tell you that my uh my dad got kicked out once and it wasn't his fault he was attacked oh Uh, eight o'clock eight o'clock in the morning soccer game and a drunk dad uh was really like just encouraging his son who who was soon to be the drunk dad um (laughs) To be violent against against the other the, the other players, you know, against our team. And this guy, advice. this guy was tiny, and he looked like um, Spacely Sprocket. Uh, is that is that the guy? Is that the boss from the Jetsons? Oh, oh yeah, a little short. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a he had like a oh, scribble on his head. Yeah, like Mario, Super Mario in the future. Yeah, um, and he was really really small. And uh, my dad is not really really small. He's a pretty pretty sizable man, six four. Uh, you know, army guy, football Looks guy. Looks more like George Jetson. Yeah, you don't want to mess with. You don't want to mess with. Meets uh, Flintstone. With Papa Moon, but he's like super peaceful. He's super calm. He would never say a word, even during a sports thing or anything. And this guy, man, this guy was going in, just going, going. And the parents were like starting to yell at him. Other <gasps> parents, and he was like riled and ready for something. And my dad, he said something violent, like you know, take him out or or, or whatever. And my dad just turned around. And when my dad turned around, this dude shoved him like like hit his face with his hand and my dad reactionarily like kind of grabbed his arm and put him to the ground real quick just a whoop you know yeah. that, that kind of thing and was just holding him down so when other parents from the other team see this sizable strong man holding spacely sprocket on the ground <laughs> they jumped on my dad oh, so there's no. two men now hanging on my dad and he's holding the drunk guy on the floor and he's just like i'm just what are you doing i'm just i'm trying to keep the peace and they ran him out of the uh, out of the building, and, and my fun. my dad peacefully walked out. I was like, I didn't start anything. I didn't start anything. But he finished it. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the one time. That was the one time I had a family member get ejected. Uh, and then of course Riz, if you haven't heard, go back on the podcast a couple of weeks. Riz was ejected from a hockey game recently. <laughs> Uh, but didn't he, Mama Moon once curb kick somebody? No, <laughs> no Mama <laughs> Moon also not a violent oh. person. 
Not, not, not a violent person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Hey, fellas, I am a field tech, and I've been noticing people getting more and more self absorbed and inconsiderate when it comes to gas stations. Apparently, people need to hear the three common currencies of the pump. Please. Okay, this is a. Uh, do I have a name here? I don't. I don't have a name. Don't have a name. But their number one rule is: as long as the station has open pumps, leave the end pumps open for people with trailers and commercial sized vehicles, as it's easier to get in and out. You know what? No, if I need to get gas and that's what's open, that's yeah. where I'm gonna no, go. No, no, you no, can you go. wait like everybody else. Yeah. Well, I, I think what they're saying is when there's open spots, don't take the outside. Oh. Don't take the outside. Gotcha. And honestly, when you think about it. Maybe, maybe that's a good rule to know. Maybe that's a good rule to I know. I mean, I think you, so there's, they're saying the very outside pumps. They're saying the, the ones outside. that are facing the street, the other ones facing the other lot or Correct. something like that. Correct. Okay, I can see that. Not the middle ones. You can not, park wherever mm, one knows. Okay. Not a bad rule, right? Diesel pumps, number two. Diesel pumps are normally limited to gas stations, so if there is a regular fuel pump open, when you pull in, use and leave the diesel pump for those who need it. So along the same lines. I can understand and that. Those are always yeah. the outside ones. He's basically yeah. asking you to pay attention and be be courteous when you're yeah. going. Okay, in there. that's yeah, that's fair. Number three, and most importantly, which applies to all caps, everyone. Uh oh. If you are filling up at a busy station, do not leave your car at the pump to walk in. Yes, hundred percent. He says, I don't care what it's. Uh, I don't care what it's for. Pull your car into a spot and allow the next person to line. Uh, next person in line to fill up. Oh, I do have a name. This is from Ian. So thank yeah. you, Ian. Everybody subscribe. These are good. These are good yeah, rules. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So thank you pump for teaching us how to pump. Pump your gas and then pull over. Oh, here's yeah. this is perfect since it's uh, Thursday and Liv is here for uh, Freak of the Week. After last week's Freak of the Week, Kyle emailed in and said this. Just crown this as the winner of the year. Most disgusting thing I've ever heard on the radio. I threw up <laughs> on Thursday and Friday hearing it be read. <laughs> a coworker won't even, after hearing the details... This will and should be the freak of the year. Three out of five stars, as always. Love the show. Do you Who remember the one we talking about? No, I do. I remember hearing uh, Mike reread it on Friday, and it made me giggle just to hear him struggle. But God, what was it? Because he did the face cover. Mm, boy, go back. I'm not going to revisit this right now because we're, we're we're doing okay. <laughs> nobody no, need, nobody needs to throw up. If you missed last week's freak of the week. You know what? Kyle's probably right. This is a freak of the year contender for sure. What's up? It's Tom Segura, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Bird is fat. We have a, uh, a couple extra minutes, actually, so we are not only going to get to Headline Goo that was requested wow. by our Team Riz member of the day, but I have All some served. food news. I have some food news. Fast food prices have increased over the years. Uh, I was saying earlier, for our birthday, uh, Mallory and I got a little bit of a uh, a delivery, the food delivery thing. And, man, we, we noticed prices were up. Yeah. Like, way up. And it was just the two of us, and we, we noticed immediately. It had been just a few months before, since the last time we'd done that. Uh, but some are still worth the price. Others, not so much. A new study looked at 12 fast food and fast casual places and ranked them based on the average cost of the popular meal nationwide. What do you think is the most... Uh, the the priciest. We're we're talking about the worst oh, bang easy. for your buck and the best bang for your buck. The worst. Well, I mean, it's still good food. It's it's all, yeah, we're not we're not saying anything okay, about okay. food. We're just talking about per meal on the money scale. I got it. Shake Shack. 
Panera is the priciest. Oh, well. You better that. say Breadco or someone's going to write an yeah, angry letter St. at you. Louis Breadco. St. Louis Breadco, the priciest <laughs> at almost $15 per meal. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I like doing like the you pick two where you get like a yeah. half a sandwich That's what and I do a too. salad or Man, soup I love or whatever. that. So good. I'll, I'll pay the 15 for it. <laughs> you're also filling up, too, especially if you get one of the things in the bread bowl because you get all the bread. Yeah. You know, you're eating the whole, you're Man. eating the plate. They got great food. Or get the baguette as a side and you put that in your soup. Yeah, we're, we're just talking about, <sighs> um, we're just talking about, these These are just the prices. Not the mm-hmm. worst bang for the buck, but just the prices. Just the highest prices. Price. We'll get into bang for the buck in just a second. I Chip- think Chipotle is actually second. Hmm. Followed okay. by Blaze Pizza, Shake Shack, and Jersey Mike's. This is just on the prices. Chick-fil-A and McDonald's are the cheapest. They're both under Oh, I was going to say Chick-fil-A because, you know, everything there now for their fast food, or I mean for their meals are like 11 bucks, 12 bucks, all that for that. Well, on this they're saying that they're just under $9. Again, we're going with huh. the most popular single meal nationwide. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm married, so I don't get the single meal anymore. So which one feels the most overpriced for what you get? You had already mentioned it, Scott. You actually hit it on the head. Shake Shack. Shake Shack is I've by far... Been. The place that people think is too pricey for what it is. Blaze Pizza is second, followed by Mod Pizza, then Panera, or St. Louis Bread Co., then Chick-fil-A. Yeah, because Shake Shack is, it's really good, but it's basically steak and shake size burgers and all that. Like, it's not any Mm. bigger than that. And Steak and Shake, I think, is a great price. And then you have Shake Shack, which really values their food a lot. And so they charge more for the exact same kind of The funny thing is Chick-fil-A really made... Both sides. So Chick-fil-A was on the cheapest, but also the fifth worst bang for your buck. So it's like, I, what? I thought, what are you I thought everybody about? loves this. Huh. Yeah. Kind of oh, strange. I disagree. That one's yummy. McDonald's and Taco Bell scored the best on value. People are generally happy for what they get for the price that they pay. I feel like every, I haven't been to McDonald's in a while, but I feel like that's just so pricey. Oh, so their really? patties are just, are pretty thin. Well, people are happy about it. I'd rather go to get chicken fries at Burger King. That's a good bang for your buck. Man, I haven't had those since they came out in whatever, 90s or something. So good. Yeah, they look good. And I, yeah. I mean, yeah. the two words put together seems like it would yeah. sell themselves, right? You like chicken, you like mm-hmm. fries. Chicken fries. Uh, recently yeah. in an Ask Reddit community, a Redditor asked a seemingly simple question. What's the best fast food restaurant? And we go over this list all the time, but this was Reddit style. So think about Reddit voters. I got the top 16. This is nationwide, so a couple of these aren't even in uh, our area uh, three of I which. Know it. Oh, okay. Go ahead. What do you think? Whataburger. Whataburger, not on the list. Just kidding. In and out. In and out. Number six. Number Sonic. F- number four and five are both Ooh. not in this area as well. Eleven is Sonic. Nice. Sonic's nice. the best. If you're in a small town, they could have all the other fast food. Somehow, Sonic tastes amazing in a small town. You know, there's a few that are on here that probably aren't in St. Louis that I don't even know of. Cookout. What is Cookout? Never heard of Cookout. Oh, somebody look that up. Cookout. Number 10, that's number 8. Number 10 is Bojangles. Bojangles is Heard every, of them. It wasn't Springfield, but they left Springfield. They're everywhere, though, in the south. I'll give you the the uh, the bottom of this top list is the uh, number 16, Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake, cheap, decent burgers and fries. Milkshakes are good, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 is Chick-fil-A. 14, mm. Panda Express. <gasps> I love yeah. Panda. Give me that orange chicken. So does my son. Mm. He loves it. Number 13, Five Guys. Oh, yeah. Number 12, uh, uh, I'm sorry, number 12 is McDonald's. We mentioned number 11 is Sonic, 10 is Bojangles, 9 is A&W. Look at you guys. A&W making the list. Yeah, Yum Brands. Usually they don't don't make it in necessarily when it's the the critics' lists, you know, Mm. but this is the Redditor list. Number 7, Popeyes. Number 6, In-N-Out. Number 5, Portillo's. That's Chicago. 
That's the Chicago spot. You been there? I don't think so. Oh, fantastic. Definitely Is worth... it just a burger place? No, it's like hot dogs. They got burgers. It's, it's ah. meant to look like this like old kind of carnival looking thing. Number four is Zaxby's. That's yep. like Chick-fil-A in the South. Hmm. Number three, Butterburgers, guys. Culver's. Nice. Culver's ranked number three. Number two, Wendy's. Wendy's I coming in. I love Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's crushes, man. They got the best nugs. So what have I not mentioned? McDonald's? Chick-fil-A. Uh, McDonald's was 12. Chick-fil-A Burger was King? 15. Burger, Burger King, not on the list. Um, <sighs> fast food that you didn't mention, Del Taco. No, but th- that word Taco is in there. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Come makes, on, guys. Del Taco. Taco Wake up. Taco Bell makes, makes number one. Before we hit <sighs> a headline goo, I got to tell you about this. Some people can't imagine being a vegetarian because they don't want to eat, you know, lettuce and carrots, and they think it's eating like a rabbit. You have to be pretty... We have to be a pretty weird rabbit to eat this concoction, though. Morningstar Farms is a company that makes vegan and vegetarian food, and they're putting out a new line of plant-based chicken fries. You mentioned the chicken fries. And they taste like Pringles. What? It's a natural collaboration between Kellogg's. There's the parent company for both Morningstar and Pringles. So they're putting the two brands together. Interesting. Two varieties, original and scorching cheddar cheese with a Z. The original will start hitting stores next month. Uh, Scorching cheddar won't be out until the fall. These Pringle chicken fries are frozen and come in a bag, not a can, which seems like a very missed opportunity there. But uh, that's going to be... That's you know, going to be interesting. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to uh, never try those. That's going to be... Oh, uh, come on. Yeah, that'll be a great meal to skip. Don't be that guy. All right, let's do some headline goo. Today. Well, let me pull it up here for you. A judge ordered Nick Lachey to attend Al- or Alcoholics Anonymous. Fortunately, he's Nick Lachey, so he's already uh, anonymous. <laughs> uh, Jules says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, now go. Jules says her mother stole $100 million from her, and when he heard the news, Brittany's dad was like, amateur. Giselle Munz- Bunchkin uh, denies she's dating her jujitsu instructor. They prefer to call it a full contact sparring. <laughs> Rapper J. Cole says he started smoking cigarettes at the age of six because he wanted to become the single coolest first grader ever. <laughs> and now here's some dad jokes. When my wife told me I needed to stop impersonating fl- or when my wife told me I needed to stop impersonating flamingos, I had to put my foot down. Nice. Uh, what has two butts and kills people? Uh, I don't know. An assassin. <laughs> I get I, it. <laughs> I, I bought some shoes from a drug dealer, and I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. <laughs> Holy smokes, that one's pretty good. <laughs> and, and finally, a ham sandwich walks into a bar and orders a beer, and the bartender says, sorry, we don't serve food here. Is this on? <laughs> I've, all, I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> all right, one last break and we'll wrap it. All right, that is it for us on the Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Well, it's not quite it because uh, we do have a winner for the uh, March Music Mayhem. Dun, da, da, da. That's right. It was Point Fest 10 from 1998 against Point Fest 25, 2009. And uh, the winner is... Point Fest 25. Point Fest 25. We played a little Our Lady Peace. Man, that band is great. Scott was going on and on about the greatest band of all time. And, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you really were, though. You, you really love that band, huh? They're fun, man. Yeah, they're, they were always great. Back in the, I saw them a few times in the 90s, and they were crushing it then. I think I might listen to them today just to kind of bring back some Point Fest yeah. 25. Um, Donnie's not feeling well today, so uh, the March Music Mayhem is going to uh, just kind of postpone a little bit as far as those matchups go uh, up up until tomorrow. No big deal, though, but huge thanks again to Amco Ranger, Swiss Air Heating and Cooling for uh, for sponsoring everything, and then, of course, to Web, Web Guy Joe for putting it all together on the website. Sign up, be a part of that, 1057thepoint.com. The uh, quick note on the listener voting, by the way, you can do it on the Point app to sign in. Hit that listener rewards and find the vote here button. And you can do it there. Uh, A couple of notes. We got uh, the Moolah Shrine Circus. It is happening at Family Arena. Starts today. Goes all all the way till Sunday. Come out and visit me. Uh, Tomorrow I'll be out there to kind of host the festivities right before the the, the big show. That'll be fun. Yeah, that's uh, four to six I'll be out there. But uh, children under uh, under, under 12 are free. So that's spectacular. That's a fun thing that's going on this weekend. Anybody else got anything going on that they want to announce? Anything going on? I got Uh, nothing. I do think so. I'll think of it. I don't know. Well, at RIZZ Show are our socials. Thank you again for all the positive feedback this last week since Riz has been in Mexico. Again, thank you. Huge thank you to Liv. Absolute lifesaver. You've been so much fun and uh, and really added so much to the show this week, and I, I appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate you, me and me and King Scott. Uh, follow me at uh, at uh, Moon Valjean here. We got at King Scott Rules over here, and Liv, what's your what's your what's your at Liv Maddox? Though I'm suspended from Twitter until tonight. Oh, I'm telling. They thought I was. I said jump off a cliff in response to someone asking what would you never do again, and Twitter thought I was suicidal, so they oh. they've shut me down. Till tonight, I can wow. read stuff. I just can't tweet. So no warning, no nothing. They just no, they're just like it. you need to delete this tweet, and you can't tweet again for twelve hours. We, we, I mean, that's reasonable. I got, yeah. You upset about it? I well, I'm not suicidal. <laughs> Understood. And and did you did you send them a note? Are I you, did, and they're able? like, no, we're still you, you still violated our rules. I'm like, bruh, Elon Musk, <laughs> well, write him a. <laughs> A letter. <laughs> Follow us on our socials and uh, and and thank you again for all the positive feedback. Very very appreciated. Uh, be the Team Riz member of the day. Brought to you by Hot Shots, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com/slash/teamriz. Oh, let's not forget about the Pappy's Recappy. Pappy's Smokehouse celebrating 15 years. Locally owned, world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. What do we got, Scott? We have a ton today. We have sports. We have uh, crap on. And we, I mean, the news section is huge. You're going to find out what kinds of things. And guess what famous car brand is going to be no more. That's, uh, that's we got the news there and plus some Cardinal news. And I mean, today's titles, there's 8 million of them. And I, I was trying to find a good one and this may switch. But at the moment, it's we fard every morning. <laughs> F-A-R-D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. The team Riz member of the day today is Bill Slater. Yes, the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.